What's up? What's up? What is up, everybody? Hello, and welcome to Critically Aroused, the podcast where we ask, do we even need film critics? And then we review a movie. My name is Blaine Andrews, and we got the usual suspects up in here today. I got with me Mr. Matt Verlack. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And the one, the only, Christopher Kaus. Hello. And so, if you do not know, we are your punk rock anti-Rotten Tomatoes every man and woman's counterculture perspective on film here to cut through and analyze the out of touch and pretentious viewpoint of many modern critics who have been known to tank movies that general audiences love and vice versa love things that the rest of us hate and today we are going to be talking about the film the hbo max original film starring seth rogan and also seth rogan yeah times two an american pickle is the name of the film and it's being it was directed by brandon trost and it's was written by simon rich so yeah that's what we're going to be doing today and this is our very first hbo max movie which is pretty interesting yeah done any of those yet so this is this is the first one and hopefully they'll be chugging out more of these things and I guess in the streaming age, it's all we've been doing lately is streaming movies. Oh, yeah. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all we can do. <laughs> exactly. So, and that'll be the same for next week, And which I don't know. I mean, we talked about it last week, and I've been keeping my eye on it. Disney is still saying that New Mutants is coming to theaters in like two weeks. No. Or what, two years? All 12 yeah, theaters. Yeah, seriously. So, I have no idea what that's going to mean, but if we can find a theater around here where it's showing, I say we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I agree. Um, yeah. <laughs> For sure. But, yeah, I mean, they're still claiming that it will, so I'm going to keep up with it and see. Aren't they also saying Milan's going to come out yeah. next month in theaters and on the streaming service? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so we'll try and do that, too, if there's any theaters open. But who knows with the weird North Carolina restrictions. So I have no clue if any of the theaters are even up and running. Or I saw, actually, yesterday I was looking to kind of see if I could find if anything was open. And it said that one of the local theaters is actually going to be somehow turning into a drive-in theater. Hmm. It basically like putting some kind of big screen outside and using their parking lot and they can do it at the mall to put on oh, the that's, side that's of the mall. where it was it was going to be not at concord mills but at the old concord movie theater carolina yeah mall. carolina mall yeah they're saying that they're going to do it at that movie theater and so huh. i have no idea if that'll huh. actually happen but it said cool. that but so the thing is with that is like you're gonna have to get all those lights turned off out there it's gonna be like hard to see the screen yeah. You know, in like a parking lot like that. And I don't know. I'm I'm pretty intrigued to see if yeah. they actually do it. But I'm all about drive-ins. Yeah, drive-ins are great. I mean, we have an awesome one kind of close to here. Um, I don't know. You probably have never been, have you, Matt? Uh, actually, right after we moved here, I was super like in love with the idea. So yeah. I wanted to go, and we did go. Really? And it wasn't that great of an experience. Oh, did you okay. go to Baden? The Baden, yeah. Yeah, and it was hot out. Oh, yeah. And so we were just sitting in the car, just, just roasting, sweating. Yeah. And it was a double feature because that's what they normally do. And yeah. So we watched both because we wanted to go for one specific movie, which I'm drawing a blank on. But I, it wasn't as yeah. it wasn't all that like I've romanticized it to be. Sure, I, I prefer to do it in like fall or spring. Yeah. When it's yeah. less hot. Yeah. And in like a pickup truck or something. You can like put like a chair, air mattress or something in the back of a pickup truck and like post up, and mm-hmm. that's the yeah. best way to do it for sure. Like, but I haven't been in a long time, but. You know, shoot, if actually I hadn't even thought about it, if 
Baden's shows some of these movies. We could just go to Baden and watch it. Like <laughs> they're still open. Now. Yeah, go see it at the drive-in. We can yeah. do that. They're actually they're only showing. Well, from what I've seen up to this old point, movies. Yeah, it's older. Yeah, because like, nothing's being released. So yeah. yeah, it's like Jurassic Park and yeah. like the classics without showing like Netflix movies or something. Right. I don't even know if that's legal. Like I don't. They even just know if they stream can... it anyways. They, <laughs> yeah. don't, they don't tell anybody. Yeah. They're just like, hey, we just plugged in our. Uh... It's a yeah. Roku stick. Yeah. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, that'd be pretty great. Yeah, they're probably not allowed to legally. Like, no, I'm sure that's illegal in some in, in some way. Yeah. I'm sure. They probably would have to like notify Netflix or something. Because like I mean, there has been theaters like back when Game of Thrones was huge and stuff, where they do like big viewing parties in theaters, but I'm mm. sure they probably still had to pay something to HBO or right. you there's some think. legality behind it. Yeah, there's gotta be. But yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued by it. But anyway, so yeah, we're going to move on and talk about the news a little bit with you guys. There's been a bunch of news. Chris apparently has some news, so I'll let him oh, talk okay. about whatever he thought has found because I've got about four stories myself. So What I thought I found. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Sorry, I didn't mean to word it that way. Uh, no, so, so there was just a uh, post that I saw that the... X-Men animated series producer yeah. Larry Houston has had talks with Disney about reviving the series. Really? So, which Sweet. is like the best effing yes. animated series of a super... It's very specific. Yeah, it is. <laughs> now that I but think of it. I know what you mean. An animated series of superheroes, but no, it's, it was one of the best. Like, we it, all yeah, grew up sure. on it, like, watching right. yeah. the original X-Men. Those, like, fo the, those Fox Kids years. Yeah. In the mornings, mm -hmm. Saturday morning exactly. cartoons. Yeah. Do -do 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 -do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody knows the theme song. Yeah. Yeah. So they're talking about bringing that back. Sweet. Or reviving it. Yeah, I wonder if that'd be a reboot, or... It's probably a continuation. A I continuation. Guess. I don't remember how the series ends. I don't either, really. Oh, so yeah, I'd be yeah, curious, to, like, go watch them all and see how it ends. Yeah, me yeah. too. I mean, I'm all for bringing it back, man. Yeah. I, I like even years later they did like another like X Men series, Evolution. I, yeah, Evolution. I watched that in college. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I I watch me some cartoons, man. Yeah. Especially when it involves the X Men. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Dope. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I hope they do that. It, that's yeah. It'll that's, probably end up being on Disney Plus if they do it. Yeah, I'm sure. That's that's kind of what they were leading to in the really? article. It wasn't like anything definite. Obviously, yeah. it's still up in the air, but it was kind of alluding to being huh. on their the radar. Yeah. Nice. I hope they do. Yeah, that'd be dope. I mean, they brought Clone Wars back. Right. That's true. Like, yeah, for like one season yeah. just to finish it off. Yeah. Yeah, because it like never really quite finished, so they finished it. But now they're apparently doing some kind of sequel series to that that's coming really? out. Uh, the yeah. Bad Batch? Yeah, Bad Batch, yeah. yeah. Um, that's about like the, a specific group of like super awesome stormtroopers basically yeah. that are like because you know they're, well you know they're all supposed to be like clones i guess this is a group that aren't clones or so something. they are clones but from my understanding is they have additional like modifications. attributes given to them basically so like one's a super sniper and one's you know bigger kinda than like, the rest yeah kind of like how boba fett like uh Django specifically asked them yeah. to like not modify him in some way i don't know yeah it was just completely yeah, it was, a, was an exact clone right. un, yeah. unedited yeah. well and the other clones weren't kids either i don't think like he got to start as a kid didn't he right. um, i think they did start as kids but they oh, just they? gave him an accelerant 
Oh. Yeah, they like grew up faster. Oh, okay. So it's like kind of growing up in the 2000s. Oh. You grow up faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True, yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I meant to say at the start of the episode, if you listen yeah. to last week, I uh, mm-hmm. I went ahead and in the, the show notes apologized as well, and in the title of the episode, but it was supposed to be PG-13, and it definitely wasn't. Whoops. This week is also supposed to be PG-13. We are a lot less drunk than last week. Well, at least me and Matt are. <laughs> so we will do our best. We'll see what happens. This is supposed to be a PG-13 episode since the movie is also PG-13, yeah. which is Honestly, just surprising to see Seth Rogen in a PG-13 movie. That's very true. It's... Yeah, I honestly didn't think it was PG-13 really while we were watching it. Yeah. But I guess looking back at it, I can see that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Definitely could be. Yeah. Can be. Yeah. It was. It is. It is. was. Yeah. yeah. But so, yes, <laughs> X-Men news, very cool. So I'm going to move on to the next thing. So I don't know if you guys heard this. But I'm sure you know that there's another John Wick coming. John Wick 4. Yep. What? Yes. There's a, it's it gets a, better. Yes. I still the news gets better. Three, which you is haven't? surprising. Dude, 3 oh, is my Parabellum? favorite. Parabellum? I love Parabellum. It's on series. HBO Max. It is. So yeah. since Would you, you have, have access so you can, to thanks, it, brother. you're welcome. You yeah. should watch it. Yes, I you will. should. There's so much stuff on HBO Max. There really yeah. is. Yeah. Um, but so, the good news is this. John Wick 4 is supposed to start filming in early 2021. Nice. Good news is, they're, they have decided that they've already greenlit John Wick 5, and they're filming it back-to-back with 4. Ba-boom! <clears throat> yeah. So what do we have? Like Probably like six months between releases? Uh, maybe. Who knows? Well, and you know, right now, which things have probably changed because of all the crazy COVID stuff, but at one point in time, he's been, well, he's been filming the new Matrix movie. Right. Oh, and right. it was scheduled for John Wick 4 and the Matrix to come out on the same day. Oh, yeah. And they were calling, they were literally trying to call it like Keanu Day and have both movies come out on the same day. <laughs> I'm here to celebrate yeah, this. I will celebrate but Back to back. I would love to see oh, all day. John Wick and Matrix back to back. Any Any day. So, but yeah, so apparently the Lionsgate CEO, though, he, he like, I guess made it official and said that, um, you know, basically they're wanting to do them back to back. And I'm seeing something here about, uh, they're trying to have it ready for a Memorial day, 2022 release for four. Okay. For John Wick four. For four. Yes. But they're already filming five. No, they're going well, to film them back to back. Yeah. They haven't started filming either. Oh, okay. But yeah, they're going to film them back to back and then, you know, basically Keanu signed on to do it and yeah. which and pretty soon here we've got Bill and Ted with him too. Uh, oh, next, yeah. the, it's, it's pretty soon coming up really soon. Like yeah. it's either later this month or early next month. So I definitely say we review that as well because yeah. I love me some okay. Bill and Ted. Yeah. So. Uh, and I just want to see what the heck that movie's going to be <laughs> right. and if it's any good. Oh, it's going to be ridiculous. Um, I hope it's great. I really do. So I feel like we've had so many movies with Keanu that's, yeah. they've been super serious. Mm-hmm. Like, has he done a goofy movie since Bill and Ted? I mean, he had a couple minutes. I mean, in that he movie. had a eraser head. Was he? In or was it the erasers? Oh. Whatever they're called. Oh, right. I know it's I think it is. Or, or airheads. Airheads. Oh. That's old. Yeah, Adam Sandler. That's really old. Also, is Bill and Ted. Well, he's saying like recently. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm saying since him. then, has he done anything? Like he doesn't really do goofy. comedy anymore. Like he's because he's done Constantine. He's done yeah. Speed. He's done the John Wicks. Yeah. Like all of them are like very Matrix serious. Movies. Whereas like Bill and Dead obviously is not. It's goofy. Yeah. Which and that was his younger years. Right. 
yeah he hasn't that the only one that i can think of is literally one that i talked about last week or week before which was that uh mm, the movie mm-hmm. with zach galifianakis about his show uh, oh, between oh, two firms. oh he was on that for a few minutes between two firms <laughs> so firm for so firms <laughs> yeah he was on that but like he still wasn't even really playing comedic because he was being made fun of right so it was like a he was still playing serious right. so which I guess he keeps making cameos and different things. And yeah, because there was some. Well, he was supposed <sighs> to be in that new SpongeBob movie. He's doing a cameo in that as like oh. a tumbleweed. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's his head in the middle of a tumbleweed. Yeah, I don't even know. It was in the trailer, <laughs> but interesting. Yeah. So, anyways, just wanted to bring that up because that's pretty crazy. I mean, we're we're in a full blown like uh, Keanu Sans. I mean, there's just movie after movie of him. So. Yeah. You know, I'll take it. Praise be. I know. Keep, mm. keep them coming. <laughs> exactly. So, going into next, <laughs> I want to talk about, I thought you guys might be pretty hyped about this. I sure was excited. And it's that news has come in that James Wan is going to be doing a Knight Rider movie. Denim. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. We have a Knight Rider Wait. movie. Is the Hoff going to be in it? I don't know. He'll probably do a cameo. Yeah, he might. Just to be like, I'm here. So honestly, I've actually never watched the show. What? Yeah, I didn't. Jeez. Never seen. Young Gun. Maybe even a single episode. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So, well, first off, so which we were actually just recently talking about James Wan, because I guess he's producing that horror movie we were talking about that Netflix has picked up the script for from Reddit and all that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, so... I mean, he's got his hands in a lot of different things now, and I don't know, I haven't seen, I was trying to find in this article if he was actually going to be uh, directing it. I don't know if that's actually been announced, but, so, and I didn't realize it, I guess it's been 30 years since the series finale of Knight Rider. See, that's why? Like, we were watching... I have never seen an episode. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because... I'm only 30. <laughs> it's true. That makes so. sense. Which we were yeah. still, yeah, we yeah, were still watching reruns of it too. Yeah, yeah, we were too, so. But yeah, yeah uh, it looks like right now he's just, uh, he's just going to be producing it. So, which I think he's just been producing a lot of stuff lately. But the fact that this is even uh, happening is still pretty cool. Well, it's just kind of yeah. funny. There's been a lot of reboots of 80s shows. Yeah. It seems in the last couple of years. Hey. If hey. it is as good, <laughs> hey, hey. if it is as good as the movie version of Ghostbusters, the A Team with the women, oh no, yeah, the Ghostbusters was terrible. Uh, uh, no, the A Team, oh, no, yeah, the, Dude, I loved it. Really good. I loved it. Yeah, with Bradley Cooper and I really enjoyed it too. Yeah, that was fantastic. I, I like want to see it again. Like yeah. I've seen it a couple times at least. Yeah, it's really good. Like it rides... it's so ridiculous. Well, yeah, and but that's great. that's the perfect yeah. thing about it. Yeah, though. exactly. But and it wasn't stupid though. Right. Like I mean, some of it was. Kind it of wasn't like GI Joe's. Right. No. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, it wasn't like because GI Joe was trying to be serious. Exactly. And <laughs> like eighteen that's... knew what it was. Right. Yeah. Like that movie knew what it was, and it was kind of just like, what if we made that now? Like, which is what if you're parachuting in a tank. And you're shooting bullets to yeah. like change your trajectory. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Trajectory. Trajectory. And when they did the backflip in the helicopter, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like or barrel roll was a barrel roll or backflip. Oh, barrel roll. It was one of those. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about this. So. Yeah, I'm I'm on board. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Oh, once. me too. Totally. 
Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm trying to look here to see if if the Hoff is going to show up in any way, shape, or form. My guess is it's probably a, too early to know. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep it a secret. I'm sure. Yeah, and and it looks like there. Uh, this this article is talking about the guy who who did the voice of uh, of Kit the car. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's talking about him. I was trying to find out if he was actually oh, going back to. I don't think so. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so maybe he's going to be back to the voice of Kid. I could totally see that if That'd it's kind cool. of like the same voice and stuff. But think they'll use the same car. That's what I was it just about to say. I, they're going to give it an update. It would be a new car, and it'd be smart if they just did like a little like, oh, this was the old model. Here's the new model kit. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what kind of car. I hope it's kit not was. like it was a T top. It was yeah, it was Thunder, a T top or not a Thunderbird, but in um. Something bird. Firebird? Goodness. Firebird? Was it Firebird? That sounds kind of... Which is the thing is, I don't think they make any of those no. cars. Yeah. No, they Anymore. Don't. So it, it would... Okay, no, And they, that brand isn't even a thing anymore. They yeah. did make a newer version of it, but it was It like, was super ugly. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, I can't describe yeah. it. It was an old lady car. Yes, it was an old lady car. Yeah. Yes. That's the it perfect like, way to put it. It was like, if the 50s were dog poop, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> yeah. like... Yeah. It looks terrible. It was a Thunderbird. No, no it wasn't. Was it? Anyways, I can't remember what it was. No, but... I'm wrong. Don't listen to me. Yeah. So in short, though, we'll be on the lookout for this. We'll keep you posted if we find anything else about it and any more news comes out about it. But I'm excited. I want to see a Knight Rider movie. Yeah. So. I'll check it out. Especially if it's done, like I said, in the fashion of like how eight. So is, is it going to be a movie or a show? Uh, it's going to be a movie. Okay. It looks like, oh, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a movie. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing right here. Now, and the, and the other question is... If who would who would play the Hoff's character, like because I have a I have a vote too. I have a vote as well. The Rock, <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking of one of the Hemsworth brothers. Dude, that's what I was gonna say. Hey, Air high five. But which yeah. one? Any of no. Uh it's probably the younger Chris. one. Actually, I think Chris over Liam. Really, Liam doesn't quite have the swag that uh, I'm Chris thinking. Has. Maybe at this point in time. I feel like he's progressed a little bit. He's better. He's, but Chris is so well known in his other endeavors. He Ooh, is Zach Efron. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. He could do it. He could do it. Have you seen his new show? <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's not acting. Well, I mean, he may be acting. That's true. But if his, you look at his movies, his acting is good. I feel like Dude, he could have the chops for Baywatch. Was he was really good? He was Baywatch. good. Right. Baywatch, which was, was a Hasselhoff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wasn't David Hasselhoff from Baywatch? Yeah. He was. Yeah, he was. From so, I think he did cameo in that as well. He did. But that movie so, overall was actually very good. It was good. actually it was. Yeah, it was yeah. good. I, I've grown to like Efron. I can see Efron doing it. I could definitely see Chris Hemsworth doing it. Or and, they could go with uh, No Name. They could. You know? Yeah. you know, I could actually see doing it too. Um, it kind of be like a more interesting, weird pick, but it's like, uh, God, I can't think of his name offhand, but the main guy from the Arrow show. Um the guy that oh, plays yeah. Green Arrow, yeah, yeah. Stephen Amell. I could see Stephen yeah. Amell playing in that role. I don't know. He's always too serious. I couldn't see it. Well, he's you know he's got I mean, that side of him. He's actually got a new show coming out. He's going to be playing. It's going to be a show about like professional wrestling, and he's playing like a. It's on Showtime. He's a wrestler. Be, yeah, he's going to be like a wrestler. <laughs> like lately, he's. I think he's like shaved his head, and he's got like a goatee and stuff now, or like something. And it's he's gonna, always had short hair. So that's yeah, not. But yeah, that's supposed to be. I think that was supposed to start filming, and then COVID happened, and mm. so he hadn't been doing it. But he's going to have that coming down the pipe too. I but, can see that. Yeah, I can see someone like him playing in that. Because I mean, like the whole. Knight Rider, yeah. like, his theme, or his personality in that yeah. was kind of, like, serious. He wasn't, like, a super 
goofy person in no, that. No, no. But, I mean, there was, like, humor involved with it. So yeah, the I character could, of I could Michael see Knight. A, yeah, Knight. Mm-hmm. Knight Rider. Mm-hmm. I forgot that was because of his name. Yeah, exactly. Oh, see, I thought it was kind of... I know Kit was the personality of the car, it but was. I, I always kind of assumed it was the car's name. Oh, yeah. Like, no. Knight the car. Yeah, the car. No, yeah. Car, car, the car was called Kit, and then he was Michael Knight, and mm. yeah. they, like, solved crimes or something. They did something. Yeah, they did things. <laughs> they were just sexy. Yeah, nice. they were just sexy. Nice. Cool car, had lights on the front of it, yeah. you know. So, anyways, from there, I want to go in and talk about a new movie that's coming out that has me intrigued just for kind of two reasons. They have announced that Jason Bateman has a new movie coming out that he's going to be directing, and it's going to be called Superworld. Oh. Did you see that? I did, yeah. So the premise, first off, I find very interesting. Also, I will watch anything that that man directs now because he is very good at what he does. <laughs> As a director? As a director. After What else did he direct? Well, he's been directing and creating Ozark. Okay. Which well, he's been, I love that yeah, show. Yeah, so. which has been excellent. I didn't realize that he was directing it. Yep, he's been directing a bunch of Ozark, and, and then also he created it and stuff. So, um, And then <laughs> paired with that, he also did The Outsider recently on HBO, which when we first started the podcast and stuff, I was talking about a good bit. Uh, and hit the two episodes of that that he directed, he killed it. And so between those two, I'm like, you know, whatever this guy has to do, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm there to watch. It's worth a check out. Yeah, exactly. So... Apparently, I didn't realize this, and the article says that uh, it was actually, the story was an exclusive uh, audible audiobook that was called Superworld, and it's set mm-hmm. in the year 2038, and so apparently they've picked up this concept and he's directing it. But So the premise of this, actually, is that it's in a world where everyone has superpowers, and he is the only person who doesn't have superpowers. Nice. Which is actually... I like it pretty interesting yeah uh to, so to be a little nerdy here this is not a new concept okay no oh, okay there's an anime called my hero academy oh and yeah. that's literally the premise i mean well anime is not so i'm just gonna say that this is not a new concept i've heard of that anime <laughs> yeah. many times but i have, I have no idea what the yeah that's that's the premise is that like basically okay. the whole world everybody has powers and it takes place and it focuses on one kid and he doesn't have powers huh. so, so he, everybody's he's, he's, the antagonist and well, he works on pure, um, pure like willpower, and then somebody he finds somebody who gives him a power. Oh, interesting. So he's not born with it; he like inherits it. So he still has a power, though. So he's the Highlander. He inherits one, which I well, he watch this the, be the same where he like inherits a power. Uh, yeah, it could people's be. Heads off. I don't know. Yeah. Th- so this one supposedly, which I guess the story is technically already set. I mean, they could change it some, but. Uh, yeah, so this one says basically what I just said, but it follows this guy named Iggy, and it says that uh, not only does Iggy, is he the only person that doesn't have superpowers, his father is a guy named General Lancelot, and he's part of some defense agency, and he's one of the most powerful people on the entire planet. Mm. And so basically it's a kind of following that whole deal so yeah. i'm pretty intrigued i don't know i'm curious to see what it is and yeah with bateman directing it which and he tends to with the shows and stuff that he's done thus far it's funny because he's known to be a comedy guy for all these years but the stuff that he actually does has been pretty serious dark yeah pretty dark yeah and i can see that like when you're talking about him and this yeah. movie i could see it being more of a dark 
yeah. tone. Yeah, I could too. So I'm really curious to see what route they take. If it is something like this, or if he does lean more towards his um, his comedy side, because this is so apparently it's being written by uh, Mark Perez, who was the guy who wrote Game Night, which was a comedy and which mm-hmm. was a really good movie. Actually, I don't know if either of you guys saw that. I, I haven't. It. I really liked it. I told y'all to watch it, but I don't know yeah, if anybody I watched it. I thought we had all watched it like together. It's, it's a good bit older. I think just sitting not like and I saw together, it together, but I mean like at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah, yeah. Game Night was very good. If you haven't seen it, check it out for sure. It was that's the one with John Cena, uh, or is it Mark Wahlberg? No, I think it was Jason Bateman that was in that one. Oh, oh, maybe not. Now I kind of need to look it up. But <laughs> essentially, the premise was that like they have a a game night and then somebody within the group sets up their game night to where it's not like it's a real life almost like LARPing but yeah, yeah, it yeah. turns into a real crime and actually gets really crazy um, and yeah. like their whole game night goes off the rails and like hmm. a whole bunch of bad crap starts happening and it's like they all think that they're playing a game and it's not a game and it's real life and like right. hmm. all these crazy events are happening it's it's pretty funny it's really good so yeah I don't know so I'm guessing with it being written by him it might be taking more of a comedic uh, thing. I would hope so. Yeah. Which, and you I'm always know. good with Jason Bateman and his comedy roles, too. Yeah. So, there's that. For so, sure. I had one last story that I want to talk about really quick. And it's about one of my favorite franchises, which I'm pretty sure Matt has still not seen the second film of. Uh, and it's that the news is that we are getting a Tron 3. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, I, watched yeah. it. I am so excited <laughs> about. Do. I don't think I've seen the first Tron. Wow, Dude, I grew up on Tron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I will say, First Tron doesn't quite hold up. Uh, How dare you? I mean, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> if if in a sense, as far as being, you know, having like a a soft spot in your heart for it, it holds up. But now, but yeah. Tron Legacy, the second one, is a brilliant film. It's very, it's good. so good, and it has one of the best soundtracks ever created, ever for it's a true. movie. And it was done by like Daft Punk or somebody, right? That Doesn't sounds. It? accurate i'm pretty sure it was really cool super synthy 80s yeah. like and it has um uh olivia wilde olivia wilde yeah if you're talking about actors yes and yes actors. she was in it and and garrett hudland who was the main character he did a good job jeff bridges was back in yeah. that one and also what i was, was he in the first one yeah he's yeah. the main and character he was oh. young. yeah he's very young well obviously his age yeah. at the time. Yeah, the only thing about that movie, honestly, that doesn't quite hold up right now, I think it's okay considering, but it was one of the first movies to use this new de-aging tech. Mm-hmm. So, like, it... Because they de-age him. Oh. So, like, it was one of the first tries, and when it first happened, you're like, it was a little bit more Uncanny Valley at that point. Like, it was still cool, but, mm-hmm. like, it's now... It's a little off-putting. It's a little weird, yeah. considering how good Marvel's gotten at it, and... Yeah, all that. So, but I'll say, if you haven't seen Tron Legacy, watch that movie. It's so yeah. good, man. You need it's to see it. It's on Disney really Plus. Mm. So just watch it. It's fantastic. It's, you it don't really even, is. and you don't have to watch the no. first at all. Like no. it, it's it holds up on its own without the original. It does. It's okay. very, very much connected to the first one. Yeah. So there are some things that you have to like fill in the blanks and whatever. Right. I mean, but, I might just if I'm gonna watch yeah. the second. They're one. both on there. I'm going to watch the first one because I yeah. do love a good 80s. Yeah. Oh, and it 70s is the movie. most eight, most 80s. It's the most myth. 80s. It is the most <laughs> 80s. Her. Yeah, it is one of the most 80s movies possible. Yeah. Like, it's just neon, like, ridiculousness. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. So, but 
We're getting a Tron 3. Not only are we getting a Tron 3, it's apparently now starring Jared Leto, which is pretty interesting. Hmm. And, <laughs> I, I mean, that world tends to be pretty weird. I mean, David Bowie was in the last movie as well, playing very over-the-top role. And it, it, don't you remember that? And Legacy? Mm-hmm. You remember that? David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you sure? Pretty sure. All right, you're not talking about the guy who owns the big building. Because that's definitely not David Bowie. I think it was David Bowie. It, no, it's definitely not David sure about Bowie. That? Yeah, I'm 100% sure. You're going to have to look sure. it up. I am 100% sure it's not David Bowie. What if you're wrong? Then I'll... Then you're 100% <laughs> wrong. Suck it. I see. Suck an egg. Suck an egg. Hard-boiled egg. Yes, I'm going to have to Raw look it up egg. now. I'm pretty sure he was in that movie, I swear. No. I'm gonna have to I up. will. I'll, I'll. I'll give you ten dollars <laughs> if he's in that movie. Okay, I'll look it up. Maybe I'm thinking of something else, but um, e- either way, that movie's pretty over the top. And no, ridiculous. it's great. Uh, Highly recommend, even without David Bowie being in it, because he's yeah. definitely not in it. Did you just Google if David Bowie's in? He is. He's in <laughs> what? He is in it. He's in Legacy. Yeah. Tron Legacy. David or maybe Bowie. it's just oh. Maybe it was that they modeled the character. That's what it was. They modeled the character that you're talking about after David Bowie, I think. Okay. Was the case. Because he literally looks just like him. It's not him. I I think it's Michael Sheen. Because I'm pretty sure he was. I think it's Michael Sheen. Okay. I think it's how you say his name. Yep, that is who it was. I love Michael Sheen. Because I'm pretty sure that David Bowie was dead at the time. When they filmed this. Was he? Um, Yeah. I could be wrong. I don't know. Time means nothing to me. Like. (laughs) Yeah, it was that they modeled his character after David Bowie. Mm-hmm. And it literally looked a lot like him, and was yeah, his interact like his mannerisms, yeah, and exactly everything. He literally acts like David Bowie, right. like. But anyway, so long story short, that is very over the top. Jared Leto is also very over the top and ridiculous human being, so I can see it working. We'll see. Long story short, you owe me ten dollars. Yes, uh, I did not agree <laughs> on that bet. You did. You made it That's all fair. on your own. That's fair. Uh, but so, anyways, on top of all of that, the extra news is that it's finally found a director. Because it's apparently not getting the director of the previous one, which kind of bums me out because mm. that movie was so good. Yeah. With uh, that uh, Garth. Garth, Garth Brooks. So in this one, the, <laughs> the director is going to be Garth Davis. It's the director that uh, did the movie Lion, which was huge a couple of years back. It was one of those that won all the awards and all that fun stuff. It was It's supposedly very good. I've heard a lot about it, but... He's apparently going to be directing this movie. I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, it was not ringing any bells. I doubt either one of you saw it. It's not <laughs> y'all's type of type of yeah. film that you would gravitate towards. But I actually never saw Lion either. So, <laughs> but it has a director, so that's Welcome good news. We've got an actor. We've got a director. This movie's been in limbo forever. I'm just I'm kind of curious if they're going to bring any of those characters back. Olivia Wilde. I know, yeah, because like, with the way that that movie ended, which I won't say for those who haven't seen it, Matt included. Yeah. But, it was all a dream. Yeah, apparently... read Worry Up magazine. Yeah, apparently <laughs> it's been like rumbling as far as news about it since 2017 with Leto. Hmm. So this thing's been in the works for quite a bit, but being that they found a director now, I think that that kind of shows some real hope for another movie yeah given the timeline and the story that's involved with the original and the one that came out in yeah. 2014 wasn't it like 13 yeah, yeah 14? It was somewhere a while back 
Anyways, the story that's involved with those, they're very interconnected. But there was also some, uh, a very... It's 2010, by the way. 2010? Yeah. Damn. So that was definitely before... I knew it was early college died. for us. Because yeah. Bowie didn't die until like 14 or 15. Because everybody died in 16. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's when the Earth actually ended. Yeah. And this is all a dream. <laughs> yes, exactly. Our reality is split, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um... But it, I'll be very interested to see what their uh, what direction the they story. take with the story because it's very cut dry for yeah. the first one and the second one. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested. I'll, I'll and it's going to be a couple more years, so that adds yeah. a little more space between the movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they haven't started filming or anything, so we've got a while. Ground right. control to make to this, but yeah, because I mean, I just I am a little bummed that just uh, Kaczynski isn't coming back who's just a heck of a director. I mean, I loved that Tron movie that he did. And then he also, he was the guy that did Oblivion, which was really good. Mm. I but you didn't watch that until like just recently. recently just right? recently I saw it for Dude. the first time and it like so blew good. my mind. Yeah. Um, uh, Great soundtrack. Yeah. Too. He's just really good director. And he's also, um, he's also directing the new Top Gun movie that's coming out. And he just has... That sounds about right. Yeah. He has a very good <laughs> eye for film, like it, yeah. cinematography and for just... It's, Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. For Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, that's most of the news. Uh, that was okay. a pretty, pretty good bit. We yeah. talked about like five different things. So there's yeah. a whole lot happening, which I think all this is good news because it means that the industry is ramping back up. Yeah. Right. That's what it says to me, that there's that many stories within one week. Because we went several weeks where there was not Jack Diddley. Yeah. So... Uh, months. Yeah. Um, Anytime there's money involved, yeah, the industry is going to be there. So. Yeah, exactly. So they're it makes sense. They're ramping back up, so I'm happy about it. Let's get stuff started back up. But uh, so now we're going to go into the what's new with you section, which is what we've all been watching lately. I don't have a ton again this week. I've got two small things we're going to talk about, but so you guys can go ahead and chug on. All right, well, I'll go ahead and yeah, get this ball rolling. So the first thing is a Netflix movie. This is actually a brand new movie called We Summon the Darkness. I've been wanting to see this. And it was really good. And I'm surprised like it wasn't something we actually discussed reviewing. I didn't think it was... It wasn't a Netflix original, was it? Yeah, it is. Really? <laughs> as far as I know. I didn't It just popped up and Xena was like, oh, I'm just going to start this movie. If I had just known no that, idea and... uh, we probably would have done it because I really wanted to see it. And it stars <laughs> Alexandra Daddario, yep. which is my number one Hollywood crush. There is no one more beautiful on the face of this planet and than that I'm woman. I'm shocked Tomo you haven't seen this yet. And, uh, Sorry, Sid. She yeah, doesn't sorry. listen. It's okay. <laughs> no, That's she, fair. Yeah, That's she, fair. she doesn't. So. I, no, I just said that just to prove that she doesn't listen. Right. She, you'll she, never you know, hear this. She, yeah, she'll never <laughs> you won't know. get in trouble. Yeah. She, okay. she, it, all I have to do is like say like, and she just, she's already angry. She's so. like, duh, duh, no. Yeah. Duh, duh. Duh, do not speak her name in front of me. <laughs> I'm like, well, she's a goddess. So, so but, yeah. So, so it was good. Uh, yeah. And I, it took some twists that I was not expecting. Because like I kind of you could kind of see I thought I knew where I was going I was just along for the ride, and then it started doing some things I wasn't expecting and I was like oh snap yeah this is they took some nice twists and I was like I really appreciate this where was they such went a, like Matt movie too I mean it's about two chicks going to a heavy metal show three so. chicks three chicks going to <laughs> three a heavy chicks. Get it right. sorry, okay sorry. three chicks three chicks <laughs> yeah 
yeah, three chicks go to a heavy metal show and meet up or like meet some guys there and yeah. they go to party after the show. I've seen this porn before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, it stars Johnny Knoxville, who's probably been in a porn at some point. Who actually life. is only yeah. in it for like two minutes. Really? Oh, that's Maybe three minutes. I had no idea who was in it, even though he's on the cover. Yeah. I had no idea really? until like he shows up and I was like, wait, is that Johnny? He's aged. Is that Johnny? Yeah, all those. Johnny? And we had to look it up at first because, like you're saying, he's yeah. aged and he doesn't look himself. And I was yeah. like, wait a second, that is Johnny Knoxville. What is he doing here? Yeah, he yeah. spent uh, so many years getting kicked in the wiener. It's, oh yeah, it's he, aged he, he, he should be way aged. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like he's in his sixties. Yeah, and he's actually like forties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you do the which I heard they're making a new one. So I'm pretty Jack- excited. Why not yeah. keep going? Jack- a new Jackass movie. There's gonna be a new crew of people. No, I think it's like they, that's the problem. And... They need it. Well, I hope Steve doesn't do it. He's put through the ringer. Yeah, that dude. That's why they need. He's it needs great, to be. Though. Yeah, he's like is. rescuing dogs. And yeah, sober, but if it, like... my thing is like if they put him back in the show, yeah, if put him gets... back in this like atmosphere, it's probably not gonna be healthy for him. Yeah, I hope they bring Bam back. I hope just they so they can Freaking murder. Him. He's oh, such, okay, oh, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, he's no, such I was like, a I douche. hate Bam. I, I he's my least favorite yeah. of everybody in the world. Yep. Yeah, Bam is he's garbage. Yeah. So so back to We Summon Darkness. So definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Sounds pretty It's good. not kid friendly. Um Yeah. Has to do with the occult. Yeah. But yeah, definitely check it out. Nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Definitely. Uh as long as you're not a kid. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. do if you're a kid, don't tell your parents. You didn't hear it here. <laughs> and then whatever. maybe have nightmares. Whatever. <laughs> I mean Yeah, it's all good. It's yeah. part of life. <laughs> uh so the next thing we watched is A Thousand Pound Sisters. <laughs> which is on Hulu. And this is like a documentary series about these two sisters that weigh roughly a thousand pounds combined. Huh. And they're combined. 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 That's not that yeah, one's like six hundred, one's four hundred. Okay. It could be worse. Yeah, so it's a lot it was, of weight. It, oh, it is. That's oh. a blame in between the two. Yes. <laughs> it is a lot. Yeah. But it's just interesting. It's only like a eight episode series on Hulu and these sisters are apparently um YouTube personalities that decided that they were going to go ahead and lose weight. So they, I guess, contacted TLC, who originally did it. That makes sense. Yeah. And so yeah. they come and record them, going to the doctor. and You guys are all about watching these kinds of shows. It's, it's just like this. I think a lot of people are, because apparently some of their episodes got a ton of views. Really? It's just this like morbid curiosity, in my opinion, where I'm just like, what are they going to do? <laughs> what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, <Funny>. basically. <laughs> 100%. Where we're just watching, we're just like, man, man. And then it's nice also to see where they do turn their lives around, where like, you know, not it doesn't happen, because there's also my thousand pound life or whatever it's called yeah. i can't remember but it's like you know it's nice to see people that are like feeling like they can't do anything about their situations and yeah. getting help and turn, getting turned around sure so that and it's the same for this one where it's nice to see yeah they're getting help and they're working past things yeah and also brings a big thing about like mental health because that's where like all this stems from like when you watch sure. all these shows and they're talking about like why they're why they eat a lot and it's all like these mental sure. mm-hmm. like things that happened to them when they were kids and you're like man sure. yeah just it definitely like shout out to like the mental health industry and how that's super important yeah well and that's like i i appreciate when there's stuff like this it's like not taking advantage of people and it's like showing like a better side of things and yeah. it sounds like this kind of does actual that. progress yes exactly yeah. versus just like taking advantage of people or yeah. you know right. privateering right. at their detriment yep exactly 
you know, like honey boo boo type situation. <laughs> right. So, yeah. 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 But <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, and, I mean, it's just worth checking out if yeah. you're into those. And that's shows. on Hulu now. It's on Hulu. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then one other thing we watched was Sugar Rush Extra Sweet Season 3, I which is a baking competition show. Um, you know, it's just four teams of two go through three rounds. Each round somebody gets eliminated. And, you know, it's just a fun little competition show if you're into, like, baking competitions. It's just fun. You know, yeah. it's just something easy to watch. And be like, oh man, look at that thing they made. That's crazy. Oh wow, that's cool. And I think this one's more of like a family friendly kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's extremely well. family friendly. Like, there's no reason you can't have this on with the kids. Sure. Yeah, because that's uh, the reason I've seen it is because like there are certain shows like this that on like the kids version of Netflix. Yeah. That will show up on that one, and so I see stuff like that because I'm just like, all right, what do I? What can I like stick on that the kids can watch that it's not necessarily going to be like painful for me to like sit here and have on while I'm in the room? <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's also the nice thing. I mean, it's a competition, so yeah. I mean they're still competing. There's yeah. still a level of professionalism, also, because they're not necessarily home bakers. Yeah. They're people that have shops and are doing things, have some skills. So it's cool. not like completely disappointing to watch. No so. angry British yeah. men, children. <laughs> Yeah. No, no. There's some awkwardness between some of the hosts, the hosts and the judges, because okay. he's like very flirty with all of them. So it's, just, it's like a little weird. Interesting. But I don't huh. know. It's, it's like in most <laughs> okay. of the episodes, he says something that's like a little uncomfortable. You're just like, huh? <laughs> this may be not child friendly anymore. <laughs> yeah. But okay. interesting. Okay, so, so that's that's Sugar Rush season three. Yeah, so I think it's called like Extra Sweet or something. Okay, nice. Extra. Extra sweet. So, Chris, if you you said you've seen some stuff, right? Uh, not not like a lot. Or a thing, I, I guess, yeah, primarily. Yeah, a thing. I, I finally got caught up on The Rain. Oh, which nice. Which I was super into in the first season, watched it like right after it came out, and loved it. And I didn't actually realize that there was a second season had come out. Yeah. But I got notified whenever, I can't remember, I think it's Netflix, I'm pretty yeah, sure it's Netflix, it is. But... It's, yeah, it's a Netflix original. Yeah. So, like, they said, oh, there's new episodes. And I was like, oh, sh there's, you know, second yeah. season finally came out. But it was actually the third season that came out. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, I skipped entire seasons, but I went back, I watched the entire second season. Okay. Which was really good. Nice. Highly recommend the se second season. I've only been uh, two episodes into the third season. Okay. And it's a, I'm, I can't tell because I binge watched everything. I can't yeah. tell if I'm just like losing interest in the idea in general or okay. if it's just less interesting huh. as a whole. But I, I don't care for the third season. Two episodes into it, I can't speak for the whole thing. Sure. I, I feel like the, the second season was really good. It was on par with the first season. The first season obviously was the best because it like builds the whole yeah. uh, universe of what's going on and happening because because the whole premise of this is that there's like a big virus that wipes out most of the population yeah and then it's following some siblings i guess right yeah and, brother and a sister yeah yeah and it's, i don't want to give too much that. away of it but yeah. yeah and it's danish right or yes. something along yeah. those lines mm -hmm. yeah okay yeah because danish remember... is the primary and then they also go like they kind of switch over to swedish but yeah huh. it's primarily danish okay yeah because yeah, i remember when it came out and it was a bit of a it, you know like subtitles are highly recommended yeah because the dubs are not great so bad it's <laughs> terrible yeah. always i hate dubs they're usually yeah. not great I, I it depends on sometimes i'll pick them but it's got to be like 
I've got to like fold laundry or something or like something where yeah, I can't. Yeah, something like where I'm not watching right. the mouth. Exactly. Yeah. If I'm watching your mouth and it doesn't line up, I can't do yeah. it. I have to go to subbed. Yeah. And they, like, I remember this came out around the time that the first season of that other foreign language show that was so good about the time. Dark. The Dark. The Dark. Yeah. And I loved The Dark, but the problem was they took so long for season two. And then I started watching season two and I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Zena are just talking about that last week and we're like, we need to rewatch the first season yeah. if we're going to jump into the second yeah, season. Yeah, because I tried and I watched the first episode of the second season and could not figure out what was going on. Is there not a recap? There is, but that first season was so confusing. Uh, I figured there would have been like a five-minute recap. There was. But you really didn't. only need to watch like the second half of the first season. Yeah, yeah, Because like, yeah. there's not a whole lot that happens in the first. Because I love Dark and Rain. Dark I watched so both of them at the same time yeah. whenever they were first out because it was very similar times. Yeah, yeah. And I watched the second season of Dark. Yeah, there's a third season out. just yeah. came out. I have not watched the third season of Dark. But... Yeah, you're really big on the foreign shows. I love <laughs> yeah they're really good yeah well I mean, it's not that they're necessarily really good but it's just something different yeah so i appreciate it more nice yeah so that's but yeah the that's i think that's literally the only thing okay um hold on i'm sorry i'm gonna unlock my phone here yeah that's nice. it just the rain okay um i think i watched some disney movie that i haven't seen in a long time but nobody okay. cares about that but yeah okay interesting yeah so i i'm gonna go ahead and say it again because i'm still watching it. i've talked about it for like the past two or three weeks i'm still watching the killing i'll just go ahead <laughs> okay. and say that i'm still uh, watching what season are you I'm on, on this season time? three okay so i'm like four episodes or so into season three mm -hmm. so i'll say this there is a huge change between season two and three like the show changes a lot Oh yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that's when somebody else picked it up. Well, it stayed. Well, it it no, it actually the next season is when Netflix picked it up. Mm. So it did stay on the same network for season three. It got canceled, got picked back up. But I think like there's a whole part of the like the first two seasons. There's a whole subplot about a mayor and all this stuff, and none of that is back for season three. Like it's mm. just done with that. Like they abandoned it. Um, it's just a very different, like it's a time jump. It's like different. It's a different, it's the first two seasons are all one single case. This is a whole new case, a whole new subject matter. They just, the dynamic between the two main characters is different. It's not that I don't like it. It's just almost like a shell shock of like, this is almost a different show. Yeah. Like, Which would be fine if, you know, if you're watching it a year or two apart, exactly, exactly. watching it all together yeah yeah exactly so and i still love it i still love it but also i will say the subject matter of this case is a lot heavier than the case from the first two seasons which is saying something it, it is because the first two seasons was about the murder of a young woman who was like around like 18 and about figuring all that out this one is very uh epstein-y we'll just put it that way mm. um so it's a little heavier so of subject Pass. matter yeah yeah it's it's uh it, it's not as bingeable when it's that kind of subject matter for me um and it's not that it's that graphic per se because it's not like it's on like hbo or something so like they're not pushing the envelope too too far i guess but still like that subject matter is just harder to... yeah. is it just like an underlying heaviness compared to the first one yes yeah and with also i think without having that second subplot of like that mayor and stuff that was going on in the first um season there doesn't seem to be anything quite like that this season uh th that kind of changes the vibe that drastically i yeah. guess and like i said it's not that i don't like it it's just a very different show at this point 
So I'm still into it, still watching it. I will probably be on season four next time, and <laughs> you know, basically watching like a season a week right now. So yeah. I'm still watching that. But so I did. Uh, I can talk about some new stuff this week. Finally, I did have two more <laughs> bite-sized things that I've seen. One of which I brought up and was kind of talking about with Matt actually the other day, which is that I have started watching the new Transformers. I guess you, they're considering it an anime. It's called Transformers War for Cybertron Trilogy is what it's called. It's a Netflix original. It's a mouthful. Yeah. it's They're really just calling it Transformers Siege is what they're calling this. So, like, what's interesting Way is better. it's a trilogy. It's going to be a trilogy of seasons, which is interesting. So, it's almost like each season is like almost like a mini, like, six-episode movie. Hmm. But it's technically an anime, um, and it's actually really good. Really? Yes, it's very good. I think you'll like it, Chris, and I know you'll like it too, man. Yeah, I know we talked about it. I just yeah. haven't watched it yet. It's it's actually very good. And it's a Netflix original. It's very well made. It looks fantastic. And it's all about everything that happened before the Transformers came to Earth. Okay. Which is super cool. So it's like Cybertron yeah. specific. Yeah, it's a, yeah. And I mean this first season is called War for Cyber or I think actually the whole the series is called War for Cyber Cybertron, but this is Siege. Yeah, and then the okay. next one will still be the same thing, but it'll be like you know whatever. Defense. Yeah, it, yeah, some other kind of war type name. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but it's really cool because there's a lot of these characters that you're familiar with from the Transformers universe, but yeah. they're all like in their early, you know, early year. 20s. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly right. Like, well, there's like like Bumbles Be Bumbles Bees Bumblebees in it, but like he's not. Uh, He's not part of them yet. Like, he's literally just a scavenger. Yeah. Like, he's not friends with Optimus. Like, he's kind of separated from them. There's, it's very much showing, like, the war part of it and, like, why. Do they transform a lot? Not a ton. Because I figure they kind of wouldn't. Because when they come to Earth is when they kind of take their Earth yeah. shape. So, they still, yeah. interesting thing, they still kind of have Earth esque type vehicles. Like, mm. he's still a truck, which is kind of weird because you're like, <laughs> Why, why, why are you why, a truck? Why you should you just be flying or something. Yeah, well, so there are still, like, all the ones, like, what is it, uh, Starscream or whatever it mm -hmm. was that was the he's big... jet. He's, jet. he's still, like, a jet, but he's, like, an alien-looking jet. Okay. Like, the, all of them aren't, like, earthly-looking cars, but they're still cars and trucks and things like that. So, but still, um, all in all, it's pretty cool. And, like, this isn't, like, a little kid's show. Like, I've been able to put it on while my kids are around. But it is more like they're at war. Like, there's a part where, like, literally Transformers are on, like, pikes. Like, they're just, like, speared. And, like, <laughs> like they get wrecked. Like, they get, like, huge chunks blown out mm. of them. And, <laughs> pun wrecked. intended. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're, like, they bleed, like, oil or whatever. Like, they're not, like, it, this isn't, like, your kids-friendly Transformers. This is definitely it's... geared to people our age. <laughs> Wait. It's Vlad the Impala. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a perfect note to leave. Amazing. On. That is fantastic. Yeah. So <laughs> Vlad the Impala. Yeah. So anyways, check it out. I'd say. Yeah, I'd say watch yeah, it. I want to. Yeah, you should watch it. It's it's good. Netflix too. Yeah, it's a Netflix original Definitely. like thing. And I, my guess is with animated shows, they tend to really chug them out pretty quick. Um, it, I'm guessing that it seems that animated shows are made a little bit easier and quicker and whatever. Yeah, because really. I I feel like with those, you know, you can be like, all right, you guys are going to do all the writing and drawing. Yeah. Go. Okay, now we're going to give it get it over to the voice actors. Yeah. Go. 
versus you know having to film it, film and be on set and exactly all of that. There's and so this much kind more of stuff. To... You feel like even within like the COVID reality, they can still be making right. stuff. Yeah, because everyone can work either home. come in and separately. be in the booth separately or yep. work from home. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's worth checking out. Check it out though. That's Transformers War for Cybertron. Um, so the other thing I've been watching is also animated. Chris, you should check this out. Uh, yeah, we have. You might have. Um, season two of Harley Quinn is on HBO Max. Nope, I have not. Yeah, but we both watched season one. <laughs> yeah. And season two is all on already on HBO is Max. It full? Like it's the, the whole full, season's whole out. season's already there. Holy. And okay. this season is very good. Yeah. Like, seriously. I know you weren't as crazy about season one, Matt. Yeah. I think I still watched about half of it. Yeah. It, I actually thought that that show got better as it went, the first season. Yeah. This season kicks off with a bang, and it's very good, and it's consistently funny. Like, within the past two days, I've watched, like, five of the episodes already. Hmm. Like, I'm really into it. There's so many characters that I enjoy. So, like, yeah. Harley Quinn was voiced very well. Yeah. Poison Ivy Kelly was Kyoko. very well. Um, yeah. The shark... Yeah, dude, he's it's great. Ron Funches is yeah. is King Shark, and then the plant. Yeah, oh, dude, the plant is so good, and also Kite Guy. I can't Kite Man. Kite, Kite, Kite Man. Man's great. Yeah. He's in the season a bunch. Um, I love I like all of those. Are the ones that stick out of my mind because yep. I can't remember anybody's name. Well, Doctor Psycho is pretty good too. The little short yeah, guy. He yeah. he. This season he's in person. it more. He's pretty yeah. good. I like it because his whole thing is that he got like rejected as a supervillain because he uh called wonder woman the un yeah the, the word, word that you the c word that you're not allowed to call women <laughs> yeah and and uh and she she came after him with litigation and he got unsupervillained <laughs> right yeah <laughs> so ridiculous yeah it's this show is just Which so is why i don't like him yeah i mean he's a turd it's the difference between me and the emblem <laughs> <laughs> well i just you know i feel like there's some kind of connection between me and him i don't yeah. know it's just yeah. this weird thing <laughs> you two don't like wonder woman yeah no yeah that's exactly it. yeah that's it um no, yeah and poison yeah. ivy's fantastic yeah. like she's really good that's a uh, voice by like bell who's been around for a while like just all there's a oh and um alan uh to to Tudrick. Tudrick, yeah. yeah. From um, all kinds of things. Serenity yep. slash Firefly. Yep. A Knight's Tale. Yep. Uh, Rogue oh, One. He was the robot was in Rogue robot, One. Yeah. He's been Did he in die? So I swear to God, I thought he died. The robot, I thought he died too. No, 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 not the robot. Oh. I mean, like him, the actual oh, person. Oh, no. no. I don't think so. I know. He's definitely still alive. He, plays... he hasn't. He's still no. alive. But he I has a bunch of died. voices in the show too. He's multiple people oh, really? in the show. Yes, he's a lot Dude, of different voices fantastic he's so good well and it's interesting because dc's also using him he's technically the big bad in the other dc original show doom doom patrol yeah he's in doom patrol too okay. so but yeah this second season's really good you should check it out it's i will it's it's great i didn't realize there was a second one yeah it's all on hbo max already which is nice you don't have to watch it on the dc app anymore yeah. both yeah. seasons are there wow. huh. So I'll watch it since I'm paying for it. I know since you're paying for it now, I mean, you <laughs> yeah, might as well watch it. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's on there too. So, uh, and yeah, but watch it. It's this season's really funny. It's really good. And, and they're introducing a whole lot more characters, like a lot more villains. Um, they're actually killing off a lot of big name villains in this season. Huh. Like, the, and this show's brutal. This is not a kid's show by any means. Yeah, no, like not. a lot of language, super brutal. Um, it does not hold back its punches in. Pun not like we do. We hold back our punches. Yeah, of oh, course. So, so well. Yeah, man. Yeah, for we're sure. adults. 
<laughs> so yeah, it's good. Check it out. Harley Quinn, HBO Max. We're talking about a bunch of HBO Max today, I guess. But yeah. 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 So watch that as well. I really enjoyed it. And this new season. What's up? What you think? Uh, so we don't have to necessarily get into it, but I did a watch... Uh... Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. I started to be creepy earlier and be like, I know you watched Jojo Rabbit because I saw that someone had watched it on my account. We're not sharing it. We're either. not sharing an account. I creeped on your account and yeah, saw yeah. that you were watching it. Just and we share because yeah, we're trusting exactly. in our relationship. Yeah, that's it. And yeah, I was starting to ask you because like, yeah. did you watch it last night? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you did because I started watching the movie we're reviewing and then I like paused it or something, and like I'd seen that someone had started watching it, and then it was further <laughs> along. Like I could tell that it was literally currently being I watched. Both of them last it. Nice, yeah. So yeah. what do you think? Uh, it was very good. Was yeah. it? Okay. It good. was very heartfelt. Yeah. It was a good representation of the mindset of the era. Yeah, and like the children that have to go through that sure. kind of propaganda and what like what they were brought up in. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of people imposed the idea that it was like glorifying nazi germany yeah. but it's it's definitely it's not, not glorification it's it's it, it's a just a good way of interpreting or identifying like what those people went through yeah specifically children that yeah. were like indoctrinated indoctrinated yeah well in taika he's very good at finding comedy in difficult things yeah Mm. Which is actually like a very fitting representation of or interpretation of the kind of story because that's very a Jewish thing to do. Because yeah. like if you look at parables throughout a lot of religious text, like yeah. that's what they find a good way to portray the story that they're trying to put forth yeah. is through humor. Yeah. And so it, I think it was very well done. Like nice. I don't see any negative any size it. to it. Like, and it was very touching. It was very nice. well done. Good. Yeah, I, I'm planning on watching I really it. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, I added it to the to the queue, so yeah. I will I will I've be checking it out. Going through your list. Yeah, exactly. This is stuff that <laughs> I just start removing yeah. him off of his yeah. list. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, I've seen that. Oh, I've seen that one already. So you did see I added Team America to that list. <laughs> I did. Show the kids that they'll yes. appreciate oh that. Oh my one. god, it's very kid friendly. Scar scar them for life. <laughs> oh yeah, do it. Gary. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh no, it's Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. I hate you, Eric Bowen. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Bowen. Really uh, I'm going to watch that tomorrow. Well, yeah. So, so if you haven't seen that movie, you have no idea what we're talking no, about. No, no, none at all. So. <laughs> and you should watch it. You oh, should. you should. If you want to get offended, please watch it. I just always it. want to sing the song, which I can't sing on this episode. So. <laughs> exactly. Every so. American should watch that. Yeah, they should. They definitely should. Just once in your life. So, yeah. So let's go ahead and move on to talking about the movie that we are reviewing this week. And I actually plan on regularly saying an American pickle and calling it the proper name. Because last week I said the name of the movie wrong multiple <laughs> times. I kept calling it the wrong movie like the whole episode until the very right. end. So. Yeah. Wow. That I happened. I had been drinking a good Yeah, bit, it's so. true. It's true. So, an American pickle. We're going to talk about it. So, first off, I say we uh, oh. go ahead and talk about who should and should not see 
American, an American pickle. And if you don't know, uh, we'll talk about who we think should or shouldn't see it so that you can get an idea if you haven't seen the movie yet. And then we'll make our tomato score predictions for this movie as far as what Rotten Tomatoes is going to think, the general public and the audience versus the critics. And, uh, and then we'll go into our review. So once we get to that point, you'll know that you need to jump ship if you uh, haven't seen the movie yet. But yeah, so we'll kind of give you an idea of what we think you know we could compare this to if anything which i was trying to think of and i was kind of struggling a little bit because i'll abstain yeah you are matt you're supposed to be the one that's good at this i have you're no idea i literally have been racking my brain i forgot i'm supposed to be good at this yeah um <laughs> uh, i i don't know because i really don't know the only this was like kind of a comedy so i don't know the only thing that comes to mind was just it it's the in the most broad of terms is blast from the past mm -hmm. like if you remember that movie yeah. with brennan we talked about it last week did did we oh yeah for a while no i remember he was talking I about it and all things yeah <laughs> we talked he was trying to tell us what the movie was and it oh, took like 10 minutes for us to figure out what he was right. talking about that's right frazier brennan frazier yeah. blast from the past yeah you said that last week's movie was also like that really? movie yeah <laughs> What was last week? <laughs> what did we review? It was the void. Uh, the vastness Bastard. of night. I was about to say yeah, the void. Yeah. Of I know you're about to do it again. Say it wrong I again. literally was telling somebody earlier today. I was like, it was said void something. Void something. Anyway, then they go watch the void in yeah. their very like, oh god, <laughs> and they're scarred for life yeah. like I was. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I would. Wow. You'll compare it to I, I, I the past. I still will abstain. That's probably that's a decent movie to compare to. Yeah, because yeah, this is a comedy slash dramedy esque. Yeah, um, it's a comedy drama. Yeah, but uh, probably this is definitely more fitting than last week because it's literally to that movie to blast from the past. Yeah, it's literally blast from the past. Yeah, it's a yeah Seth Rogen blast from the past. Yeah, literally. Well, and I, at first when the movie started going and stuff, I was like, this almost kind of feels like um, Big Bible. Fish. Big Fish, did you ever you remember yeah, Big oh, Fish? Yeah. Now um Ewan McGregor. Yeah, Big Fish is one of my favorite That's movies. Very good. I adore it. And I actually think that that was uh was it Burton? Was that Tim Burton? I kind of feel like it, it was. It feels like a Tim Burton movie. I can't say and for certain. Actually, in the beginning of this movie, I thought it had a Burton esque vibe. But then it quickly kind of gets away from that. Yeah, the very beginning. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, and the, I still don't know. Like maybe like Edward Scissorhand kind of Burton esque. Yeah kind of vibe in the beginning yeah but that's like once you get into the meat and potatoes of the movie it kind of is something different even yeah the meat and pickles of the movie yeah the meat and pickles there you yeah. go it's kind of just a different type of movie altogether and i don't really even know yeah. what else to it's just a it's a it's very unique. light comedy just a unique different kind of take a family drama yeah and i mean this is pg-13 like it's not super vulgar really it's yeah i mean as far as I don't know if I'd say like watch it with your kids per se little kids per se. I mean you probably like, could though. Almost. Yeah. It's not like most of Seth Rogan's other stuff no, where it's is, like obvious that yeah. you shouldn't. Yeah. This is like kind of this one I feel like you still could and and yeah. they're not gonna get if there's anything that's bad, they're not gonna pick up on it. It's, yeah, probably not. It's not the Nora makes a porno movie or whatever. <laughs> Zach and Mary. Yeah, that was it's oh, definitely man, I, not like sexual. In I, knocked up. I, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Or it's not like any of those. Pineapple so. Express. This was like, the, this is definitely the most family friendly. Well, it's like I can't even compare it yeah. to his other movies. 
Yeah. Not really. Yeah, no, not really. Oh, it probably compares. I don't know if any of us saw it, but it's one of his movies where he's like a, a he's like a reporter and he is working. Oh, uh, what's that was, called? He, one of his most recent movies. Yeah, I didn't it's see very. It. I I, yeah, but about. I feel like if we were going to compare it to something, that's the vibe based on the trailers. Yeah, that this probably embodies. Yeah, I know something the movie. You're the talking similar about. like vein of comedy, comedy and like seriousness. Yeah, I could see that, and I didn't see that movie, so I'm not even 100 percent sure of the name. It was probably one of his most recent movies, which and lately he's been doing a lot of producing and stuff. I mean, he's been yeah. Well, creating. I actually thought this movie was like directed by him also until you were reading off who it was, yeah. and I was like, oh. It wasn't. I misunderstood because I thought he had more of a hand on this one. Yeah, and I think he did to a degree, but I don't think he. You know, I think he probably produced it and stuff mm. like that. But um, and it was long shot. Is the movie you're thinking? Oh, of. yeah. But yeah, he's he's been kind of meddling in all kinds of stuff. So because I mean, I think he's been um, like helping with like Future Man and the Boys and. He's just been producing a lot of things and creating a lot of preacher. Just, mm -hmm. He's been on the back end of a whole lot of stuff lately. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's probably the best thing I know to say to, you know, direct. Yeah, really, honestly. I, I am of no help, as no. usual. For... Yeah, I'd say if you're into just like a lighter comedy romp, you know, this is, yeah. this is a good one. A uh, little more heartfelt. Yeah. No rom-com. No, no, there's no, no romance don't, don't, in this at all. Don't expect that any romance in this. No, no, it's more of a family yeah, drama. It's, it's not. It's not like a slapstick comedy or no, no it's anything not like that. No, and from the trailers, it actually gave me a very Walter Mitty vibe. But I'll say that if you're going and expecting that, it's not quite that. Not, it's not really that. not even close. No, it isn't. But that's what I thought. This well, I only watched about the first. 20 seconds of the trailer or so but that was the vibe that i got and then i stopped watching it so i don't know if the trailer keeps that vibe going but yeah. so anyways yeah that's kind of what you're looking at with this movie so from there guys you want to go ahead and talk about the tomato scores what do you think the critics and the yeah. general audience yeah. are going to say about this thing all right so who do we want to go first or do you guys want me to go first uh, go for care. it go for it yeah okay so I'm kind of torn on this one. I was thinking about it even when I finished and after watching it, I, I'm not honestly super sure on how I think <laughs> the consensus in any way, shape or form is going to go on this movie. I'm kind of middle of the road. I just don't really know. So I'm kind of spitballing, but I think I'm going to put the critics probably somewhere in the high 60s. I don't think this is going to be one of those unanimously love or unanimously hate, but I think maybe a little higher on the like side. So maybe like a 68 for critics. And then from the audience, honestly, I could see it being in the same ballpark, maybe a little higher, maybe like a 72 from the audience. I'll just, I'm really spitballing on these things this time because okay. I really don't know. So, what do you guys think? Um, so, for critics, mm -hmm. I'm agreeing with your thoughts on this. Yeah. And I'm going to give them a 75. Okay. And for audience, I disagree with you, actually. I think okay. maybe more of like a 65. Okay. Okay. Which it which was a little cool. lower than you, yeah, right? Yeah, a little. I did 72. Okay. Which was initially what I was thinking it, or closer to that. But, uh, you know, I wanted to give the benefit of the doubt, go a little higher. Yeah. What do you think, Chris? Um... <clears throat> I'm going to say critics are 63. Okay. I'm going to say audience is uh, 52. 
Huh, nice. Okay, so we're all not too terribly far apart. That yeah. 52 is probably the furthest apart from yep. ours as far as the audience goes. And I, there is a chance that I could see you being... It's a very 50-50 movie in my yeah, mind. Yeah, as far like, as how this could be viewed. Yeah. Yeah, I could... Just in general. Like, yeah. It's a very 50-50 movie. Yeah, I, I could totally see that too. So, yeah, we'll see at the end of this thing. I, I'm really curious as to what shakes out between critics and audience. And this thing obviously we talk about how many people viewed it and that kind of thing too. So like yeah. I, with this being on HBO max, it's a new viewing format. It's oh, still yeah. not even on Hulu. Or, I mean, not on Hulu. It's not on Roku, on Roku. or Amazon products. Right. So it's probably going to be a very low number. It probably is. I mean, HBO, yeah, how many smart TVs are there besides those two? I mean, you have, but that's the yeah. thing is you have Chromecast, the smart TVs. It's do it. just, well, it's not it, on it those. It is. It's too. just not on Roku's and uh, it's and like Amazon. We watch it on our Matt and I watch it on our Xboxes. Right. Gotcha. Um, and so, if, if you were streaming this from a smart TV, yeah, it had to be where like could Samsung, you? It'd have to be Samsung or, like or a Chromecast. Yeah, or like an LG or yeah, a, like you said, a Chromecast or some sort of other oddball streaming device but i mean the two biggest ones are literally roku and amazon products right yeah and so when you don't have it on those two i mean hbo and some of the other new ones like i think peacock is the same way like it is yeah like uh, apparently amazon and roku are really playing hardball with these companies which is smart so, because yeah. you would get a lot more viewers if you can have those these streaming services on the tvs because yeah. if you don't have let's just say a gaming console that can stream it and you only have one smart TV, then yeah. why would you pay for the service if you can't use it? Exactly. And so that's a weird thing is like we've got all these people that pay for HBO Go technically who would have HBO Max, but they literally can't access it. And they can't access this movie because it's on Max and not Go. I thought Go was ending. Was it not? It is, but it's not going to end until they figure this out. Oh. There's no way because then people literally wouldn't have access to True. HBO at all. So this is a really weird situation. This is kind of gets into how we talk about Rotten Tomatoes and stuff and it kind of being an issue anyways where it's like somebody might go on and be like, oh, I was kind of interested in American Pickle. And then they look and they're like, oh, you know, we don't know what it scored, but let's say it scores a, a 30 or something weird. And then yeah. we go and look and it's reviewed by like... Like Guns and Kimbo, Like right? Guns and Kimbo and it's reviewed by like 15 people. <laughs> or, or four. Uh, it was like four. <laughs> four people. It might have even been less. It was enough that when we talked about it... It was enough where we could have really helped. We could have brought it from it was, like a D to an A. Well under 100 people. Yeah. Oh, oh no. It was no, a it single was less digits. Than 10. No, it was Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. In the critic, or was it the audience? The audience was, less was not than critics. 10. Mm. The audience was less than It definitely wasn't less than 10. I, yeah, it was yeah. like three or four. We were in the 10% of adjusted so that's like 40 percent would have made us we need to go this is on audio record we can go <laughs> yeah. back and listen we can, we can yeah. listen i mean you've been right once today that's all you get <laughs> that's so. fair yeah. no i distinctly like remember thinking to myself that if i voted i yeah. would change it by 25 percent. yeah i remember that so i too. think there was only three i think he's right because we were both no. joking about how if we both did it we would bring it up to like a like in like the 90s or more, yeah, though. I feel like y'all are just bad at math. I mean, maybe that is also possible. <laughs> Damn, not, but my, wrong. my memory is worse than y'all's. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. Why are we even just trusting anything you're yeah, saying about this? Fair. We're arguing. Like, yeah, yeah, we shouldn't be arguing um, with you. All right, <laughs> onwards. Yes, let's do it. So we're going to move on into our review. So if you haven't seen it or don't want it spoiled, you know, don't keep listening. But Peace out. if you don't care, then keep listening, I guess. So yeah, starting now, it's going to be spoilers from here on down. We're going to be talking about an American pickle. Three, two, one. <laughs> 
pickle off. Pickle yeah, off. Pickle off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. That was the sound That's I made. Pickle splat. Yeah, that was a pickle splat. So, guys, let's talk about what we thought about this thing first before we really get into the deep dive. Matthew? Yeah. I was kind of meh about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just me. Yeah. I mean, it grew on me the more, the longer it went. Yeah. But the first, like, I don't know, third of the movie, I was just like, eh. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. What do you think? I, yeah. I, I felt very similarly. Okay. Like it's, and I actually took the time to look at the timestamp, and yeah. it was literally 45 minutes, which was half of the movie. Yeah. It was boring as shit, and <laughs> I did not care about it at all. Okay. But overall, it was a nothing burger movie to me. Huh. Like, okay. There, there's so many things of like there's political humor involved with it, sure, which I enjoy. It's fine, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like you can make fun of either side, and yeah, I can find humor in it. It doesn't matter to me. And then, but it was just, but it was also there's like annoyance of just people being shitty. Mm-hmm. If I can say that in a PG thirteen movie, but well, you already have. So. I have. It's better than the <laughs> You're F-word, supposed to say so. poopy head. Booby, booby, I mean, this booby. movie says it, so... They do say shitty. Thank you. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I, I'll forget this movie in, yeah. like, two weeks. Yeah. At the most. That's kind of where I am, too. I think it is just kind of me. And yeah. I, I really like Seth Rogen, too. I do, too. Well, that, I don't know if it's him or the writing. Like, I couldn't put my finger on what it was. Because there was still plenty, like, even in the very beginning... Yeah. When he's like talking about like his history like, or like just how country. he is. Yeah. yeah, like there was still like parts it's I chuckled bigger. at and that's the thing, is like I still chuckled several times and there was one time I laughed really hard. Yeah. And I was like, This is hilarious. Yeah, I laughed pretty hard several times in this movie. But it was like but... the first quarter of it just didn't know I just like I don't know, it just didn't have something. Huh. I found me. that interesting. I know both of y'all said that. I actually found the earlier portion of the movie to be the most interesting and then i felt like as it was going even though it was only like an hour and a half it wasn't even a full hour and a half i don't think and as it was going i was actually just kind of like over the shtick yeah i guess like i was just like "Eh." like okay i get it like that it wasn't doing anything interesting enough to hold my attention yeah right and some of the a lot of the things were just even though it wasn't slapsticky, the actions taken by the characters were something that would have been done in a slapstick style. There's film. still the absurdity. Yes. Like, yeah. it is very absurd. Now, it is self-aware, right. I think, but it just didn't strike that chord well enough. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was trying to ride this, like, emotional line too hard, and so, therefore, it took away from some of the humor but then, like, there was some of this really stupid humor. <laughs> like, it just, it didn't do it for me at all because I feel like it was, it was trying to make a point. Mm-hmm. Like, it was trying to push yes. an idea yep. Yep. of, like, tradition and mm-hmm. family. But at the and same time. And not forgetting yep. yeah. that. And like your religion, where you're coming from, yeah. and literally, I didn't think about it at all until after the movie was over. And the Zeno was like, 
what did you think of that? And five minutes later, I came up with an answer. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was sitting there. I was like, well, so this was obviously pushing something like you're saying, Chris. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what What was this pushing? Yeah, I mean, it was very much pushing just family and heritage. and. But it's also like a shitty way to push it. It was it's like your family will only back you up if it's the worst situation. Like, yeah. it wasn't a good representation of what family should be yeah they they it's almost like they sacrificed the morals and like what it was going for the objective for the humor Mm -hmm. right instead of kind of like how i said with like walter mitty where it's like it it it, Mm. walter i just love walter mitty but like it's so good that movie makes me cry i watch it literally yeah. At least once a year. It just makes me yeah. want to do better in life. Like, yeah. that's what that movie does. Like, it's just. <laughs> it makes like, me regret yeah, everything that that's done for the year. <laughs> yeah, that too. Well, yeah. Well, and on top of that, because, like, the character of Walter Mitty very much is kind of like a like how we were growing yeah. up and like how we thought and stuff. And then you're just like, how we are. what? Yeah. How we are. It's like, what have I done with my life? Like, yeah. like, <laughs> I want to go. To like, I'm a failure. Freaking. There's your one. There's your hey, one. There you go. There's your PG-13. one. It's been said. You're welcome. Yep. So, yeah. Like, but with this movie, well, what I was going to say, like that movie, it didn't sacrifice its morals and its backbone. Like with the story or the, the moral that it was trying to get across for the comedy. The comedy right. went with it. Yeah. Where this movie, it almost undermines itself. Right. I feel. Then that's kind of what bothered me about it. On top of that, like, and it was just like the modern day Seth Rogen character was just endlessly screwing over in just like the worst kind of ways right. his great grandfather, Herschel. And so there's Ben and Herschel. I, I just feel like the, I feel like this was supposed to be a redemptive story. Yeah. But I feel like the redemptive aspects of it didn't outweigh the mm-hmm. like poopiness of his character. <laughs> well, that was like, the problem. Like, I agree with you. And I think one of the problems I had was that he just kept doing, um, he said his name was Ben, right? Yeah. yeah. Ben's, so yeah. like Ben just kept doing things that were crappy yeah. because his, Herschel kept being successful yeah. through and I'm just, and it just kept happening. I was like, how long? Are you, and I don't know if they're trying to say something about to society today they where definitely were. we're trying to like yeah. hold people down it's and like, I, I don't know if that's yeah. probably like the cancel culture, I think it was, which literally somebody was about. holding like a cancel sign. Like they were making fun yeah. of or pointing yeah. that out. So I don't know if that's what they were trying to like be yeah. like, hey, this is really crappy when you do this kind of stuff to people that are working really hard. Exactly. So I, I feel that's another part of the message. It definitely right. was. And I think that a lot of that stuff could have been done better. I think that there were some good messages in there. It was just handled with not a lot of tact. It just needed to be shorter also. I mean, it was only an hour and a half. No, no, no yeah. not the movie itself. Oh. I meant more like Ben being a poopy head. Oh, yeah. It, it, it could have. They could have. Yeah, they could have yeah. cut some time off of that yeah. and used that time better. But I yeah, mean, also, it was literally like eighty plus percent of yeah. the movie, he Him was being awful, being a terrible person. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. You, you don't. So want, I totally agree. Yeah, you don't want a redemption story where the person that you're supposed to like see do better is just staying awful right. until the very end of the movie. In like yeah. the last couple seconds. Yeah, and even then, the only reason he was doing better was because the tables got turned on him. Yeah. And he, he got was... got sent back to wherever. He was deported. Slot, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
which I think is a made-up country. Uh, I'm not sure. 100% made up. <laughs> so, yeah, he gets deported to a foreign country. But that was, like, the only reason was, like, the effects on him are so bad that he realized. Yeah. But it wasn't even – he didn't even actually make the redemptive recognition. Like, oh, yeah, he, he didn't, didn't even do anything. He yeah. literally just wandered around, went to a church, realized that maybe religion isn't all bad. Right. And that he should find his faith again. And then – uh, Herschel showed back up and was like, okay, you've learned your lesson. Let's yeah. go home. Yeah. Well, he found comfort in spiritual yeah. recognition of the dead, which is completely normal. Yeah. Like, a lot of people do that. Sure. But that had nothing to do with, like, him coming to a realization that he was a ter- terrible person. Yeah. But it was totally his great-grandfather that came and was like... Yeah, I looked at the picture of my dead wife from way back when, mm-hmm. and I deserted you and sold you out, and like I did something wrong. So it was he—he he never admitted to doing anything wrong. Right, and the only hint at redemption was that they went back to the cemetery at the very end, yep. and was like, "Oh, well, do you want to pray?" Yeah, and he was like, "That oh, was it. I'm okay with it." And yeah, it was exactly. Like, no, he's was, like, "I've well, already come to terms." And like, yeah. I guess that they're gonna start a business together or something, right? Isn't that yeah. kind of what yeah. Out? yeah, yeah? It was that he was gonna help him sell his pickles, selling yeah. pickles exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, which they obviously had to do a whole lot of making up to do because they made themselves look pretty bad. Yeah. Or especially Herschel, at least. That was the best part. That was pretty funny. When Herschel was uh, talking about <laughs> Christianity. Oh, my God. <laughs> Criticizing Christianity. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the one time I really, like, busted a scene yeah. laughing. You would. Which, I mean, it's I very would. fitting, like, that is how people would react. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's also very fitting. Like, I mean, that is kind of what Jewish people think about Christianity. Like, pretty simply. Like, as for traditional Jewish people. Like, yeah, well, practicing whatever. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And so, it it is like a thing of like, how else would it be taken? And that was the whole thing. Is like, he knew. Like, he knew that yeah. if he admitted what they actually think, like, on television, it's just going to be an explosion. Like, right. Right. On top of just getting him to do his Twitter and totally just <laughs> just say... Undermining himself. Yeah, just saying the most ridiculous... That was all pretty funny, too. Yeah, like... I mean, that's the whole cancel culture. Yeah, but that, that was, like, the funny parts. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and I did enjoy, like, the bits about... You know, when he's, like, starting up his little pickle business and all that. And, like, it was interesting and fun. And, like, and I mean, I think there was definitely something to say there, too, about, uh, well, they were definitely making a point about, like, our generation versus the later generations of just, like, being persistent and just, like, you just have to do something. You work hard. You dig at it. It doesn't matter if you're collecting rainwater and pickle jars. Like, it's just, like, just do it. Yeah, being creative and finding a way to make money. Because, I mean... And I, I feel like a lot of people don't do it. I mean, I guess what they do, a lot of people try to be influencers and things. And that's like yeah. a version of that if, if you know, sure. like you're getting out there, you're putting yourself out there on social media, being an influencer. But yeah. it's, it's just a different ideology where he went out there and like took the pickle business and made something out of nothing. Yeah. yeah. Where, you know, his son or uh, Ben took five years in developing an app. Mm-hmm. And it went up smoking in a night because he wasn't, hadn't already gone and put it out there, which he could have. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it's, like, he sat on it forever and didn't get anything where Herschel put something together overnight and was having at least a 
successful upfront business, mm-hmm. even though it got shut down and wasn't up to code and so on and so forth. That was the first thing I saw when he started making the pickles and stuff. I was like, this is a health hazard. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, well, trash, con- tra- <laughs> trash can, yeah, cucumbers, yeah. and old jars are which, not which up to... Which all that is just such a hipstery thing. <laughs> like, it's just right. Like, but it also, like, I feel like it, it perpetuates a very old school ideology of like hard work physical labor equals mm-hmm. like success, success. yeah whereas which... like they were undermining of being like you're not you're not he wasn't being physical in his activity of creating the app right yeah so it was very like an old school feel to like it was like oh you have to just put in hard work and get your hands dirty yeah. to make success yeah exactly and i don't fully agree with that either like yes you can be successful but like well yeah. obviously someone who's owns and operates a blue collar business in general and has been right. in, involved in and ran multiple blue collar businesses like yes you can have a life yes you can be successful yes you can have money but do you like do you actually have a life like right. or do you do nothing but work like are there other options that yeah. aren't killing yourself and wearing your body into the ground and so on and so forth yeah and that is something that our generation does you know look at right. and I, I do see the value in that as well so it's like i, I think there's kind of two sides to that coin, I guess. Is the like there's value in both. Oh, there's for value sure. in yeah. working hard and sticking your nose to the grindstone. But on the same hand, it's like if you find a way to make money and be successful or make a living and actually enjoy your life, that is just as valuable, if not more. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't have anything to do with your physical ability. Like you can be smart and make yeah. money. It, I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's a very old school it is. mentality, the it way is. of thinking of so, I mean, I guess it was portrayed well because it was based off of somebody who was from the past. So, yeah. I mean, it makes sense that that was kind of like the mindset that he had. He's a of ditch like, digger. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like maker. So, I mean, that makes sense. And it, it just kind of like feels weird. Like, obviously, not every part of a movie or not even every movie has to necessarily have a message behind it. But it, sure. it was just kind of weird of like, it felt like they were like saying, like, because... The son, or well, I guess it's great grandson, mm-hmm. was a failure at making an app. It, it almost, it kind of felt like they were saying, like, well, you have to just do anything, and being physical and doing something is going to make you successful. Like, give up on your, not necessarily give up, but like, you can give up on your dreams of doing something in the app world or being an influencer or a streamer or whatever the thing is. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, just do something physical and i don't know it was a kind of a weird feeling to it yeah no i know Mm -hmm. what you mean which and this movie felt like it was resting most of its uh what it was going for on these messages yeah you know like the backbone was the messages that it felt like it needed to tell versus it wasn't like strictly a comedy or just going for being goofy yeah there were a lot of these like serious moments of these conversations between these characters stuff there were multiple conversations that they had together seth rogan and seth rogan that like i felt like went on too long from multiple points where they're like in his apartment just talking to each other and like i'm just like okay this conversation like why yeah i mean most of those i felt were just kind of like uh Hey, look, everything's different. We're going to show yeah. that everything's different, which I, I kind of felt like I kind of felt weird about how some of that was portrayed. Yeah. And like when I was watching it, I was just like, man, is this realistic? Like, I'm obviously 
Like you have to take this movie with a grain of salt because you cannot survive 100 years in a pickle barrel. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Fact. That you fell into surrounded by, by people that just didn't watch you fall into it. But Yeah. With a lid light enough that two 12-year-olds <laughs> were oh, a little lit light up. enough that a drone knocked it off. Yeah. Yep. And on top of that, that for whatever reason, the second that You didn't that remove gets, yourself? Well, yeah, exactly. And the second that the lid gets removed, that you just you wake up. Wake up. <laughs> like, yeah, so once you get past all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, then you yeah. start looking at it in a realistic lens. Which I thought was funny, honestly. Like, I mean, it was funny, and it set the tone that you're like, this is not serious. Yeah, it's not taking itself But then serious. it is serious. I, well, exactly. Which was, right. it, I guess there was like a weird thing there with the tones. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that was part of it was it was struggling with its tone. Yeah. And I mean I I didn't hate this movie. Like this movie isn't all bad. Oh. It's just kind of meh. It's like, just a yeah. nothing burger yes, movie. It is. Like it's just it's just not meh. very Well, like, I feel like the problem is that it should be a very light movie and yeah. instead it tried to push a message. Yeah. Multiple and apparently messages. multiple messages now that we're talking about it. Because, I mean, there's there's small little messages told over and over again. Yeah. Or, like, different ones. And so I think that's probably where we're coming across, where, like, it started off funny, and then now it's telling all these serious, like, messages, and it doesn't line up. Yeah. It almost feels like maybe the first third of the movie was directed by somebody different or written by somebody else. Well, and so I've actually seen... So this is apparently actually based off of a short story, and Mm. it's called Sellout. Yeah, and it, so it was actually a book. Yeah, or a I guess, or in some or kind of short story thing or something. So, which is interesting, and it almost does have that short story feel where I, I feel like it would have more of an appeal as a short story. Yeah. Like, but when you drag it out into an hour and a half film, mm-hmm. it kind of maybe falls apart a little bit because you're trying to do too much with not a lot, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, and sometimes short stories work well in this format and sometimes they don't. Maybe in other hands it could be. Because, like, the premise is pretty funny and it's pretty great that, like, this guy is, you know, preserved in a pickle jar and whatever. Like, it is a very uh, Burton-esque, you know, concept. Yeah. But it just wasn't really handled that well, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. and Which kind of stinks because this is one of HBO Max's first outings as a film and that kind of thing. Like, and I don't think that like i said like i don't think this is going to be hated but i also don't think it's going to be revered or loved yeah i mean it might get some hate because i feel like it attacks a lot of cultures yeah kinda. like the cancel culture gets attacked yeah well, uh, voting people get attacked yeah <laughs> Yeah. When he's talking yeah. about like women's hands are smaller, <laughs> Dude, and all, all the women's were looking at their hands and like, oh yeah, our hands are smaller for surfing. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this yeah. is crazy. This is like an an, an attack on it was a but certain I mean, subset of people. But that is comedy, like it is. But I just, just thought it was interesting because it was kind of like out of the blue. I felt it. Fe- it was very like it felt half assed. Like yeah. It felt like it wanted to be like a Borat level, like yeah. offensive, like, Ed, like just pushing the limits. Mm-hmm. But then they didn't like follow through with it. Yeah. So it, I don't know. It, it just left me feeling unfulfilled in all aspects of what it could be called. Yeah. Whether you want to call it a drama, comedy, dramedy, yeah. whatever, like any aspect of those titles, it just was not sufficient. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can kind of agree with that as well. I'm kind of the same way. Now, I guess there's not a ton left to talk about with this thing, honestly. Yeah. Um, how, how did you guys think, all of that aside about, 
uh, Seth Rogen's performance as both characters and just in general? I, I don't like that he played both characters. Really? Yeah. It bothers me when they do that. Like, there was yeah. no reason. Yeah. Aside from just an acting exercise. Honestly. Yeah, I liked him as Herschel better I than I liked him as Ben. Me too. And I was like, they could have got somebody else to play Ben. Yeah, that looked easily. a bit like Seth Rogen. Yeah. I kind of wanted it to be somebody else. Yeah, me too. Because that would have added really a new element yeah. to yeah. it besides him. And I mean, he acted completely different, so that's fine. Yeah. But there is just something to be said about having two different actors acting with each other. Yeah, there Versus is. an actor acting at a at a double. Yeah. So because yeah. you know the whole time that they're literally just like saying one line to a double, yeah. not reacting to what you're saying. Like, yeah. there's yeah. no interaction there at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they the double interacts. Yeah, they could act on it, but it, still, it's but it's different. It's not, it's not, same, not like yeah. acting in the moment and acting against someone or with someone. Right. And and a lot of this movie kind of revolved around that. Uh, yeah, I agree. I thought his Herschel was actually quite good and yeah. pretty believable and well done and you know to hold that accent and all that stuff mm -hmm. actually one of the things I, I did tell Sid when I was watching it too uh, one of my favorite things from the whole movie and it's quite quotable and it is something that I really liked was just like I will do violence like <laughs> I will do violence against you like, great yes. violence yes <laughs> like that is a fantastic line like, yeah something like I will do violence against you like I liked all that well and that's but, the thing this has a lot of redeeming qualities there's a lot does. of funny little bits here yeah. and there yeah oh Cossacks take down yeah. your vanilla vodka <laughs> sign like that's the thing there's yeah. a lot of funny things yeah. but this overarching message that they kept like driving home yeah was kind of what by the end I was like, man, can we can we can we like resolve this or yeah, something? Yeah, it so. just kind of ended with like a like yeah, yeah, where it could. I think that like this really could have been something more, and they could have even done the other way, extended it another like fifteen minutes, yeah, and let the Ben character kind of resolve some of his poopiness, yeah, yeah, and then like Do find more. a way back or like Herschel could like live his life for a couple days and be like yeah. man that was crappy of me right yeah like, like it could show yeah. them both feeling bad about what they've done yeah so they could have gone longer and it might have actually made it better i could totally see that yeah give us a little bit more time that's that's a really good thought give us more time with him living in his shoes and then also give us some time at the end where like you see their redemption of like them starting this pickle company and like right. these happy moments and ben not being awful and like them being successful and maybe those two guys that helped Herschel get started, mm -hmm. like maybe some more moments with them and the two of like with Herschel and Ben and those yeah. two characters helping them start this business or yeah. something, you know, yeah. just some more redemption versus just like, we're going to pray in this thing and the movie's over out of nowhere. <laughs> like when it ended, I was just like, what? It's over? Like, oh yeah, I wasn't, I was caught off guard how quickly it ended. Yeah. It was abrupt, yeah, for sure. But you mean the whole movie to me felt very rushed. Yeah, it did to me too. Like it was, except yeah. for some of those overly long conversations between the two of them. Mm -hmm. Almost like some of those didn't feel like they felt drug out to me. Right. Like a few of them, Not, there weren't a ton, but it was just like some of them where I was just like, I feel like the scene could have ended like a couple minutes ago. Like, yeah. It's just like them letting Rogan do an acting exercise against himself, right. basically. <laughs> like but yeah I, I i do though i do commend him for his herschel like role i thought that that was pretty well done and it you did get across like he did feel like he was someone from that era yeah so you know i i, I bought that 
but yeah i can respect that yeah but outside of that i mean it's just kind of eh. it's yeah. very I mean, movie so that, yeah. I mean, that's why i'm curious to see what the critics and the audience thought of it yeah i am as well and normally i have this pre looked up and i forgot so <sighs> wow. i've got y'all gotta give me a second here unacceptable i know sorry i was unprepared but of course i am having trouble searching it now so let's see here and and i guess we haven't talked about this in a long time but i guess if you're listening and you didn't know this already but we come into these movies knowing very little at all we don't really watch trailers we don't (laughs) we know very little about most of the movies that we review i tend to know a little more but we don't know a whole lot coming into it so and i i will say that as a as an exercise i've enjoyed doing that yeah, yeah i agree it's gone beyond an exercise yeah yeah it's <laughs> just the way of life. The, our way of life now yeah, yeah we are fully unsullied because i literally uh, had no idea where this movie was going like, yeah the I thought only was... reason i knew anything is i saw the first line and it was like a man gets trapped in a barrel of pickles and wakes up a hundred years later that's yeah. all i knew yeah yeah like so. i thought it was only going to take place in the olden times yeah. up until obviously he got pickled and yeah. i was like oh okay this is gonna leap forward in time. Cool. <laughs> exactly yeah so i mean so yeah just kind of keep that in mind too because i think that that actually really does affect even our personal reviews and our thoughts for sure and even the fact of some of the things that we review because i think that there are a lot of critics that literally just don't even watch or look at things or whatever simply because they've heard that it was bad or they know right. that it, you know what i mean they just know too much yeah i mean seeing some trailers as we've discussed previously some trailers show way, way too, too much, much. yeah, yeah. They, they'll show the entire movie they'll show the last scene in the movie and you're gonna sit there and watch and go Oh, yeah, this trailer showed the scene. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, there's the scene. Yeah, exactly. So I think we're saving ourselves in many ways <laughs> yep. with this, with our newfound way of life. So I've got yeah. the scores up here, though. All right. Uh, and actually, I think our thoughts were fairly close. Uh, Chris, I'm pretty sure, won on the audience. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I was the only one in the 50s. Yeah, so. you were. And actually, it was lower than that. It's a 48 audience That's, score. Oh, That's, man. Which honestly is not surprising to me no. either. What is surprising is, <laughs> is that this is a solid tomato. So over it, 65? It, it is a, over 70. I, like, I was I was I one like... away. It was a 72. Yeah. Or three, I mean. It was a 73, I, I guess. I feel like 72. it has to be over a 70 to get a solid tomato. I think so. Yeah, I think that's what we figured uh, out. I gave it a weird. 75, right? You did. So you were almost there. So. Just not quite. <laughs> Mine was 63, I think I said. Uh, you did say 63. Yeah. yeah so I was... Um, the. Or, well, actually, no, wait, wait, wait. No, Matt, you were closer. I was looking at the wrong number. <laughs> you were right. Uh... Yeah, you were two away. I was looking at my wrong number. So, yeah, you were actually the closest. You did 75, and it was a 73. I was thinking, I was looking at my wrong number. So, I, I guess 68. Oh, okay. Um, yes. So, yeah, you were closer, and then uh, was the you were the closest on the audience. And, honestly, this doesn't really surprise me. Yeah. I honestly... Still, though, I think it should have a lower critic score because sure. we have seen movies that are definitely better <laughs> than this get much less. But you know worse. what happened? I bet the critics started thinking about like all the messages Maybe. in here, and they're like, oh, man, this has so many hidden messages. and has so many messages on different levels. So, like, they made it for this, then the other. But I am surprised based on 
like the premise and everything that yeah. it did get this high of a rating. Yeah, I just don't. And back to the premise of even the podcast, you know, it's a movie that the audience does not like, and we all agree with the audience. Yeah, on this, I, I would say good. that if we were going to rate it, it'd be right around the 40s, 50s. Yeah. Which is funny, though, because that's still not even what this means, <laughs> which is, you know, it's literally <laughs> not even right. what 48 means. 48 just means that basically half of the people didn't like it and half did. Yeah, half of them did, didn't give it a thumbs yeah. up. And so this is only out of 282 people. Yeah, see, that's what we were it's saying. A, yeah, it's a low number. That is a very low number. So, and then critics, it's only 126 people. That's When did this come out? last week oh, okay so it has not been out that long yeah so there's time for more people to review it and all that yeah and, and then again the accessibility of it yeah and i mean because i feel like the critic number could possibly go up a bit just if other critics are saying that it's good which clearly 70 some odd percent are saying it is but then on the same scale it's not going to have much word of mouth from the general public yeah, because so, it's like, are you going to go tell your friend about this movie? No, yeah. Probably not. Yeah, I was thinking about it today and was with you know our buddy Kyle Gazak, and I was like, normally tell him about the things that we review and if I think he should see it or not and whatever. I literally didn't even talk about this one because I was just like, he's not going to want to see it. Like, he doesn't want to see this. <laughs> oh, but he's an actor. He would love it for the... Uh... Maybe for what... Well, he doesn't like Rogan at all. Oh, so he would not like this. No, no, he doesn't. No, he definitely would. This is not a redemption of Rogan for him. No, this would not. not so, you know, there's that. But so what it says as the critics consensus is that an American pickle lacks the tart snap viewers might expect given its creative premise. But Seth Rogan's dual performances makes this a low key comedy to relish. Obviously, multiple pickle puns in there. <laughs> Oh, which we haven't done very many pickle puns. No, we haven't. Uh, we haven't done a lot of pickle puns. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I can get behind that, I guess, to a degree. Yeah, because, I mean, the Herschel was the best part. Yeah. But, I mean, if it wasn't, if it was somebody else playing the Ben character, yeah, it probably would have been better. I, yeah. Oh, actually, that would be, be great. Interesting. And I'd like to see those two actors together. Yeah. The problem is you lose the whole bit about him pretending to be the other one but you know i mean whatever it's not gonna hurt this movie i don't think but yeah no um hmm. yeah so you know that kind of rogan was the most redeeming portion or best part of him playing the herschel role was probably the best part of this which really there weren't a ton of actors in this movie outside of rogan like it's a pretty slim cast no. yeah like it's basically the young lady that helps herschel Mm-hmm. The two guys who help Herschel and buy his pickles. Yep. And that's uh, basically the it. guy that turns down Ben, who's yeah. from the Lonely Island crew. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. And then Herschel's wife. Yeah, Jorma Tacom. Uh, so it's probably like name. seven ish extra characters. Yeah, but not many. It's a pretty. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it did have the vibe of like, it had some, this movie did have some style as far as some of the cinematography and stuff early on. It kind of abandoned that. Um, but you know, it, it, all I was getting at was it was probably made on a pretty tight, small budget considering yeah, I mean, they didn't have to do much. Yeah. yeah. Aside from there was the one scene when the two, there are not a ton of them, but like where they're both on screen at the same time and they're getting into that taxi and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, at first I was like, that was one of the first scenes like that. And I was like, man, this looks really good. Like, this is a good shot. Like, yeah. These two standing next to each other. Like you think that they were in the same room together or same place together like i'll definitely say that like they did a very good job of the double yeah actor 
premise situation. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, it looked really good. Like, it didn't seem like it was the, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what Like, you mean. there was a body double of the Exactly, yeah. How it's been in the past. Yeah. They did a very good job of that. Yeah, I can agree with that for sure. Um, so, normally we read a few critic uh, reviews, so I want to do that. Some splats into some tomatoes. I'll do two of both. But, uh, so... Uh, Richard Roper uh, of Chicago Sun-Times said, uh, Social and religious and, and family commentary that grows ever more heavy-handed, Herschel and Ben deserved a better set of circumstances. Totally <laughs> agree with every bit of that. Oh, yeah. That's sure. a that's really that is good review. on the nose. And he gave it a 2 out of 4. So yep. Uh, right 50% what we said. right in the middle. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then Tiber... Uh, gave it a splat as well, and he said the direction by Brandon Trost is professional, but the longer you watch, the sillier the story becomes, culminating in an identity switch and generational reproachment that is simultaneously gooey and far-fetched. As we know, these critics like to use fluffy, weird words when they're doing these kinds yep. of things, but I get what he was saying, and I yeah. pretty much totally agree. It's, he also gave away like a spoiler at the end there. Yeah, he did. Well, kind of. You know, I mean, that's like a interesting plot device that you don't know is yeah. happening, and then it happens, and you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. But... I mean, it was obviously, like, they tried really hard at the beginning to make it seem like he was not from the time. Yeah. Where he was just like, what? What's, uh, you know, seltzer water or whatever. Yeah. But, like, as it went along, like, like, he was understanding things and even saying things that didn't fit the... His time zone. Yeah. So, I can understand that. Sure. So, uh, David Sims from The Atlantic, he gave it a solid tomato, and he said, uh, the comedy that follows is appropriately both salty and sweet, with plenty of cerbic jabs at the modern condition, balanced by the character's poignant sense of loneliness. Hmm. It was very cerbic. In general, yeah. since it's based in Slovakia or some imaginary country, yeah. right, is obviously Eastern, yeah, Germany. Well, not Germany, but like Eastern a Russian Europe. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. But and like I said, he gave it a solid tomato. Um, Rogan's acting alongside himself is the film's most poignant ingredient. Completely agree. It sounds like with us as far as being the best part of it. Um, uh, in Herschel and Ben, uh, he creates two very distinct characters with two sets of unique mannerisms. This is another one of the Salon.com people, by the way. This is, uh, <laughs> Ashley. Oh, Salon. We, all, we got our axe to grind with Salon. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess he was the best part. But, I mean, that I mean, he was the majority of the movie, so. Yeah, yeah that's not exactly. saying It's not lot. saying so much. I mean, being that there's a lot more to... There's a lot more that should have been to this, I guess, is the better way to put it. I, I mean, he did have two distinct characters, but, like, Ben, I don't know, Ben just sucked so hard that, like... Yeah, he did. You know, so, I don't know. But, yeah, so those are some some solid ones that we've gotten here. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I, just all these solid tomatoes, I just don't really... I mean, I understand that they dig what... Uh, he was doing rogan was doing but there's just so much more that's missing from this yeah. movie that it just doesn't make up for i would think you know a 73 on rotten tomatoes yeah it also kind of felt like he went half-assed on um, ben well no on herschel actually oh really like to where the point of 
So they make a point of it whenever they're walking down the street, and there's a, a an, an interracial couple, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, are they together?" And yeah. like, he makes a point of it where it's like, "Oh, it's a big deal." But yeah, like that's the most like soft punch kind of situation of it, sure. to where like he doesn't mention it in any other context of, yeah. at all. That we're like nothing like that is mentioned it's very surface level yeah he's just like oh they're a couple it's just like if you grew up in that kind of a situation in the yeah what, 1800s in a serbic country to where there's like literally zero black people like yeah you would be a little bit more off put you know? yeah so like they kind of it felt like they were just Tip-toeing. like it yeah. was just like oh we're gonna put this out there so like people understand like but oh, we're not gonna know. offend them yeah right exactly. so we're not gonna be like over but the, yeah. Well, also, but it's okay. We'll offend the Christian people, and we'll like yeah, say some like exactly. ridiculous things about you know Christianity or Jewish people or whatever, sure. like, to where it's you know it's yeah, touchy a, or whatever. to the point of where it's you know it could be conceived as offensive if it yeah. wasn't a comedy. But yeah. like mm-hmm. literally, the only thing they did as far as like race relations goes, literally that one comment, and he yeah. never mentioned anything about like black people or white people or yeah. any other nationality or, or race or anything like well, that. Well, well, yeah, he did also, yeah. he did make the fun Cossacks, of Polish yeah. people a lot. Yeah. Which, he did make fun of Polish people a whole lot. Yeah. But that's, but, that's kind of a I don't know. It, 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 I don't know. It, it felt pandering. Like, whenever no, you put I, it in that yeah. kind of concept, like, you can make a point of it. I don't know. I know what you it's, mean. It's, it's a weird <laughs> situation of just like, if you're going to make a point out of it, like, make it a plot point or like make it like consistent or at least make well like that's a the thing is, and that's where the ben it. character could be like hey hey, no 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 you like you can't talk about this stuff like you can't say that that's rude this is a different era which never happened well he kind of yeah. does he does say that about some of the stuff that he says where he's like but it's but he just way- does it like oh well you can't say that yeah but that's like after the fact of him like redeeming himself sure. and saying like oh i i told you you got on twitter because i knew exactly. you had sabotagers which yeah. is literally like an hour and a half exactly hour and 10 minutes into the, an hour and a half movie like, yeah he doesn't do that until the very end yeah no i mean i agree yeah well, it's, it's because like he spends most of the movies sucking like we talked about like yeah there's just some missing from this that right. like some like, substance obviously i wasn't like wanting there to be like overt racism involved sure it It was just it was just kind of like a weird situation of like they tried to hold because of like the whole christianity or polish or like there's a lot of things in there where they tried to keep like realism involved with him being at the time but there was like a lot of things where they just kind of like ignored it because it was too sensitive yeah exactly well it's it's, like it's like they pick and they were picked Picking and choosing as far as who they wanted to offend, right? And, and it's like know, if it you're gonna do that, like just go do, do it. Borat, yeah. And go, go whole hog, freaking all out. Yeah, yeah. don't tiptoe around it. Like, so it is. I don't know. It was just like a weird, weird thing. Yeah, I, I totally hear. Like yeah. threw me off of the realism of it. Like not that any of it was. <laughs> I was about to be like, like I had to turn off like the realism switch in my brain. Yeah, during your first, early. like okay. early on, him being so then, pickled. <laughs> just that that caps it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> him the, them just putting the barrel on top. And <laughs> yeah, then the drone just knocking it off. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I don't know. I mean, that's kind of just where we're sitting with this thing. I think. I mean, it was far from a masterpiece. It kind of was what it was. You know, it wasn't great. Yeah. And once again, uh, we see that the we're not agreeing with the critics fully on this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, the critics are way too favorable. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that they were way too easy on this thing. Yeah. 
for Which sure. The critics were the higher one, and yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah for and, sure. And I'm not surprised at all by 48. Honestly, I guessed high just for whatever reason. I guess I was feeling like being nice, but yeah, I had a feeling it was going to be lower. Yeah. So and of course it was. So, you know, pretty divisive as far as it goes. Did I win this one? Uh, it the was audience. a tie between you both. You won half. But I got you the critic. The half. We'll have somebody in the audience do the actual math. Yeah, exactly. I, I figure after, um, <laughs> at, at the end of the year, what I want to do oh, is... God. Well, I know I'm losing at the end of well, the year. Well, actually, I, not even as far as keeping it up to necessarily that degree. Uh, just, I'm really curious as to cataloging how many times like we did or did not agree with the critics throughout the extent oh, yeah. of this. Basically. I can almost guarantee we did not agree with them. Yeah pretty regularly yeah um i don't know i feel like the last couple we've kind of agreed with them yeah i've more been often surprised than yeah i've been surprised quite a few times where i was not expecting to agree with them but and you know so just kind of i'd be interested to cata- catalog you know the scores of all of the movies that we've done and then us compared to the audience and critics on all of those yeah. for like the year. I think it'd be an interesting look. And maybe so we'll do an episode. Math nerds out there. Yeah. Get exactly. on it. Yeah, y'all do it so we yeah. don't have to. Whoever yeah. listens and has been taking notes of every episode, <laughs> uh, who's also into exactly. math, exactly. Uh, please crunch all the numbers uh, in December yeah. for us. Thank you. We've we'll proven that we are name. not capable. So. <laughs> yeah. Me and math don't get along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, you guys want to move on into the send-off songs? Y'all got some songs yeah, picked up? Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Um, I've got mine right here in front of me, so cool. I can do, do mine it. first. Yeah, so we send have some send-off songs that we do every week where we send each of us send you guys off with a song. And definitely just uh, go to our Spotify playlist where they are cataloged from every single week. We have an awesome playlist put together, as most of you know. So definitely go and find that, listen to it, check it out. It gets better and better every week. Uh, so the link's in our show notes. But uh, So the song that I'm going to do this week is by Proper Youth. And it's uh, the name of the song is Off My Mind. And this is a fairly new one that I found uh, recently. It's kind of this folky kind of vibe to it definitely along your actually both of y'all's lines yeah y'all would both like this song uh i recently found it it, 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 i like it a lot and i've not really listened to proper youth at all i don't really even know much about them i think i just kind of stumbled into this thing but i keep finding myself gravitating back to the song over the past like week or two so yeah proper youth uh off my mind is the name of the song and it's actually already on the playlist so (laughs) yeah uh but uh yeah so what do you guys have um, I don't have a necessarily a new song. This is just a, a song I end up kind of gravitating back towards every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, it's a Telescope by Cage of the Elephants. Sure. Uh, I don't think this is necessarily one of their popular songs, but it's just kind of one I keep coming back to. Yeah. Yeah. So. Nice. Okay. I don't even know if I know this one. I'm not sure if I do. Yeah, I'm terrible with names. Uh, you just so. have to check it out. Yeah, yeah. I'll listen to it. Cage of the Elephant, but... Yeah, hands down, worst concert I've ever been to in my life. But <laughs> hurts my heart. But at least their music's still good. Yes, exactly. No, I agree. Their albums are great. Yeah, live. I don't know how they are now. Maybe that was very probably early. better. They're in a different think. place now. They are. That was super early in their career. So I mean, and they were very much on drugs. Um, <laughs> so there was that. But uh, but yeah. So what do you got, yeah. Chris? Well, I have. I don't know if this is new or old. But it's new to me. Yeah. So it could have come out. A millennia ago, but it's yeah. by the band or person uh, called the Fourth Son. The Fourth Son. The Fourth Son. Like huh. child son or 
Yeah. S O N. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not S U N. Is it one? Oh, okay. No, it's actually a single. Uh, or it's it's two words. The fourth son. It's not like yeah, fourth that's son three, but two's close. Enough. <laughs> I mean, three words. We math hard not, over here. Right? Not two words. Not well, it was weird because at first it actually mm-hmm. popped it up as two words. The fourth. Yes. You uh, can put the fourth together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, it was fourth son as one word. It was kind of weird. I don't know why I oh. did that. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, yeah, the band, or person, the yeah. fourth son, and the song is called Home Again. Yep. And, um, yeah, so since I don't have a lover or significant <laughs> other, this is, uh, it's my love song to y'all. Aw, thanks. Best friends, and it's Aww. about best friends. Thanks, so. buddy. Aww. Yeah. Nice. I'll listen to Hearts. it. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Thanks, Please man. do. It's good. <laughs> nice. It's very I'm indie. Excited. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's weird. It's interesting because it's like a band name, but it looks like it's actually a single artist. It's yeah, probably the fourth son in the family. It probably. Was me? <laughs> yes, it was. I did not realize so that. much more getting along here. I am the fourth son. Nice. Are well, you a recording artist? Third son of four children, but it's close. Whatever. Same thing. My yeah. sister could be a man. <laughs> 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 no judgment that is pretty funny <laughs> i like it nice so yeah perfect so uh so now normally i'll tell you kind of what we're doing next week uh but from the sounds of it it's not going to be a we next week it's going to be me um it's a you yeah, well, so, yeah. It's a you. It's a it's me. A you. It's a me. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Matt's going to be busy, and Chris is going to be out of the country. Basically, basically, well, still counts it's as our kind country, of in right? The country. U.S. Virgin you, Islands. Yeah. So, so yeah. kind of, sort of. A humble be... brag, going on vacation. Exactly. Seriously, yeah. one of these privileged people leaving. <laughs> White people. <laughs> <laughs> leaving here in this COVID time. So, yeah. so yeah. So it's going to be me, and I know that there's going to be one special guest, which you guys are probably familiar with, which is Kyle Gazak. He's going to be here with me, and there might be one other special guest. I do not know yet, so I'm not saying or announcing anything. It might just be me and Kyle. It. I don't know. So, but the plan right now. I think is to do a movie called Project Power. I know absolutely nothing about it, but it stars Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, uh, JGL, but I knew that a lot of people might not know what I was talking about. Yeah, so yeah, dude, I haven't seen Joseph Gordon-Levitt in a long. That's time. what I was about to say. Like he hasn't been acting in forever. Yeah, he's kind of been off the grid. Now he did actually just have an Amazon original movie come out about him being like a pilot or something weird. I've seen some like images of it on Amazon Video, huh. on Prime, but I don't know anything about that movie or if it did well or anything. Which obviously, because we're attempting to stay away from stuff, especially during COVID time, we don't have like a locked-in schedule, so I'm trying not to spoil myself on anything. Yeah. So, but he did just have that come out straight up like three or four weeks ago. So, did Zodiac or Brokeback come out first, or the most recent? Well, he wasn't first, in though. either of those movies. Was he? No, he You're wasn't right. Zodiac. Yeah, sorry. he was uh, not in Brokeback. You had mentioned. You're thinking of. Yeah, you had said Jake John Jill and Jill and so, Sorry, yes. I combined the two. Yeah, Anyways. they are kind of similar in my head they a little are, bit, aren't they? Mm. A, a they should have bit. babies. They, they should. Yeah, yeah. that'd be. Uh, I don't Modern know how that would physically happen, but uh, you know. Modern I mean, medicine. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Science I know, is a I know magical. I know many thing. women that would be surrogates. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, interesting. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so it's looking like we're doing Project Power. It's a Netflix original film. Uh, I think it involves some sort of superhero-esque type story. That's all I really know. But actually, Kyle was the one that brought it up and recommended it, and he's going to be on the episode, so he's probably going to come into it knowing more than I do about this film in general. So we'll see what happens, but next week will be interesting. Y'all can see what happens when next week gets here. So I won't be here. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, yeah, outside of that, guys, uh, I guess we're going to close out. But uh, if you want to find us at our website, it's uh, criticallyaroused.fireside.com. On Instagram, we're at criticallyaroused. And if you want to find me on Instagram, I'm, I'm underscore Blaine underscore Andrews. Matt is Verlachma, Verlach M-A. And then Chris is Butterboy69. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to find us on Instagram, that's where we're at. And, uh as usual, special thanks to Ketsa Music, which is ketsamusic.com, K-E-T-S-A. And, uh, and then thanks, as usual, as well, to Aubrey Troutman and David Troutman for uh, our logo and our sound between the two of them. So, yeah, thanks, guys. And, yeah, I think we're going to close out on that. Thanks for joining us. And, as usual, pass our stuff along. Let your friends, family, whoever know that might be into movies and that kind of fun stuff. We'd uh, love to bring in some more listeners. So thanks for listening and hanging in here with us. It's been a blast. Love you guys. Later. Until next time. Au revoir. <laughs>